Welcome everyone to episode four of the Circle Back Podcast, uh, the show where two great friends get together and talk about video games. Um, I'm Dan Lamarca. As always, I'm joined by Dan Dufnoy. Hello. Uh, today we have a very special episode for you guys. It is Game of the Year time here at Circle it Back. It is time. So we we have a list of I think the final count was 26 games. I think we have 26 or 27 games that we played this year. Um, and we're basically, what we're going to do is me and Dan are going to go back and forth, uh, cutting a game from the list. If one of us is passionate about it, we're going to argue for it, and maybe it'll stay on here until then, but what we're trying to do is get it down to 10 games, and then rank them from one, you know, 10 to right, 1. Right, so we're doing like a circle back podcasts, top 10 yeah. games of the year. This is our top 10. Um, so it's really just going to be, we're going back and forth cutting games and then, you know, we'll, we'll narrow it down to our 10 favorite yeah, games Yeah, and it's just year. our opinions. It's not saying that, Yeah, uh, that, that goes without saying. I mean, uh, you know, someone's game of the year is not even going to be on our list. Right, exactly. You know? so. And there's plenty of games that we didn't play. Uh, before we even jump into what is on this, mm-hmm. out of this 26 or 27, um, I want to mention quickly... Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. I oh my goodness is great. It's not on this list because it's not a new game. It remastered. I had count. so much fun with those. It's though. excellent. Oh, we, it's so we great love to it. get to play those. Uh, also, Full Throttle remastered. Full Throttle is a great game. If nobody has played it and you like adventure games, it is way up there. It came out remastered on PS4 this year. It's incredible. That's Tim Schafer. Yeah, it's Tim Schafer. Um, but you know, again, not in contention. It's an old game remastered. Um, and then one quick thing, uh, there are going to be games on this list that might be some of your favorite games, and we just didn't play them. So this is just what we played. One specifically that I want to shout out is Divinity Original Sin 2. came out this year. The original Divinity Original Sin is one of my favorite games of the last few years. I don't have a good PC, so I wasn't able to play it. When it comes to PS4, probably next year... I'll you know play it and love it I'm sure, but unfortunately I didn't have a chance to play it you know and also games like Assassin's Creed, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, we didn't play that uh, you know it is what it is. These are the games it's that we it played. Happens. Life happens. You don't get to play yeah. everything. You and I think play. honestly, there's more than enough amazing fucking games on this table yeah, no, that totally. we don't have to sweat it. What, so. what do you think about the fact that just 26 games? Uh, it'll be tough. Yeah, there's a lot of games. There's um, a lot of games. And a lot of great games. So, what, yeah. you know, there might be a few off the beginning. You know, let's just jump right into it and we can get right. started. So, uh, Dan, you're going to pick, you're going to start it off. Who are you <laughs> nominating to cut? I think. Oh, wait, before, I'm sorry, we didn't actually read them. I got to read them. Uh, the full list. This <laughs> is every game here. that we played this year. We have Tacoma, Pyre, Cuphead, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, Destiny 2, Hellblade. Prey, Little Nightmares, Snipperclips, Mario Odyssey, Neo, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Middle-Earth Shadow of War, Everything, Resident Evil 7, Dream Daddy, A Dad Dating Simulator, Night in the Woods, Horizon Zero Dawn, Nier Automata, Persona 5, Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, Yakuza 0, Doki Doki Literature Club, Nidhogg 2, Next Machina, and What Remains of Edith Finch. So that's a complete list of games. We have them on index cards in front of us if you're just listening. Um, 
basically, you're going to, you know, we just named all these games. A lot of these games you may not know. We are going to talk through them as we're cutting them or as we're saying that they're going to stay on the list. So as we cut them, we'll say either I'll fight for it to have it stay on, you'll fight for it to have it stay on the list, or we'll say, I think you're right, but I really love this game because of such and such. So right. we're going to dive into these games more. I just wanted to list them all out so that we have a full list of our you know, nominees. Right, 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 yeah. But um, let's get started, Dan. What are, you, right. what, are you, what are you saying you were cutting? Uh, Mary Odyssey was rubbish. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you prick. <laughs> um, all right, so now there's a lot of games on here that... that you know, you've, you've shown me about and, and told me about, and I just... Yeah, never... we'll say also, it's we haven't both played all of these games. There's going to be a few games on here that only one of us have played, uh, but when we get down to the meat and potatoes, when we get to the real, you know, good stuff, we both have played 90% of so it. Like, so, like... So, what do you think? So, right, so you showed me a little bit of everything. Yeah, this game called Everything. Um, and it looks interesting. It looks yeah. like one of those sort of, you know, you just kind of... Open sandbox. All right, want well, you know? Yeah. Try everything. Go places. Kind of like a No Man's Sky kind of. Sure. Yeah. Thing, yeah. And, you know, well, and, yeah. And definitely interesting. Definitely. But you don't think it hangs with the rest. You of know. Um, and to be fair, I didn't play it. But what yeah. I saw, interesting, yeah. but not enough to. Yeah. Uh, let me. I'll, I'll say quickly. I agree. It's not going to hang to get to the top ten, so we can cut it. But I want to say the game. Ever. It's called Everything. Um, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. It. Does a lot of weird shit. Uh, you're basically controlling every different object and animal and living and non-living on a planet. And you're transferring like your consciousness to all of them and like moving around. Uh, it does some cool stuff. They have some cool like uh, David Attenborough, I think that's who it is. Uh, uh, oh, Richard Attenborough, right? Richard Attenborough. Yeah, yeah, okay. Richard Attenborough, uh, like they have his like voice talking over some of this stuff like saying some funny like existential stuff as you're transferring to all these different creatures i think it's a really cool game i think it does not hang you're right so off the list you guys be so violent dude you know, i do okay man i have it's to be okay all right i am proposing a cut okay i will say that Middle Earth Shadow of War does not belong on this list. Okay, now I know you love the uh, I did. the original. Uh, Shadow of Mordor, which is the first of this series, is incredible. And Shadow of War is a great game as well. It is, I think it's cursed by being more of the same. Okay. And I think it's also cursed by being, it kind of fast tracks you. So in the original, you basically... It it brings you through slowly to get like the most interesting abilities, and by the end of the game, you're like super powerful. You can you know transfer these orcs, like take them over to your side and help them. They'll fight on your side and stuff. Um, in this game, it kind of fast tracks you to that because it's like, hey, you played the first one, you want all those cool abilities right off the bat, but it makes it less interesting because there's not much to do. Uh, I thought the castle siege stuff or the keep, the keeps is what they call them. Interesting idea. I was not hugely into it. Um, I should say, for anyone that doesn't know, it's it's basically a third-person action game with, like, Batman-style combat. Uh, it's in the Lord of the Rings universe. Um, the story, even in the first one, it was shit, so I wasn't surprised that this one was shit. But okay. I think even in the gameplay, it, it definitely had some really interesting uh, 
things in the Nemesis system. Like some of the orcs that they created were very cool. Uh, it really was cursed by more of the same. It, it does not hang on this list. Right. Yeah, I remember that originally you were like really surprised yeah, by Yeah, it was one of my favorite there. games yeah. that year, no doubt about it. But I really do think that that game specifically is way too much of more of the same. And, sure. it, you know, that doesn't mean it's a bad game, but in a year of amazing games, it doesn't, it, it doesn't hang. Yeah. <laughs> well... We just learned that lesson, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be cool. But. All, right. All right. What do you got for me, Dan? Um, <laughs> um, next Machina. Next Machina, yeah. Now, there's also another one that I haven't played. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what it is about, like, top-down perspective mm -hmm. games. Um, because, you know, I love games like Bastion and, and, and Transistor mm -hmm. and, and, and things like that. But um, I don't know. It just doesn't... And again, not saying that it's a bad game. Not saying that maybe I just never gave it a shot. Um, or a fair shot, at least. But I don't know. It just doesn't... Yeah, that's uh, fine. You know. I think you're right. I mean, against the rest of these games... Com compared to, comparatively to... Next Machina does you know, not hang. I think I I'm a huge fan of Housemark. And they create mostly top-down twin-stick shooter like arcadey games. Right. Um, I think this is a very good one of those. I think it's a little thin. Uh, I played it a lot when it came out, but you're right; it, it does not hang. I am curious though. Like you know, this was a great year for video games. I'm yeah. curious, like, how many of the games that we've just thrown? Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't a lot. But, you know, the games that we're going to throw. Yeah. Like other years, other years where yeah. they would... It, there's no denying this is one of the absolute best years in gaming yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and, so you know, we'll, we'll, when the top ten list is finalized, we'll read through that and be like, this might be the best top the best ten year ever. ever. Yeah. yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about games that. Are some of my but you're right, Next Machina does not hang. It's out gone. Here. It's out of here. All right. Next for my cut, I'm going to do Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips was a Switch... Yeah, I don't know if it was launch or if it was like the week after. It was like definitely right around launch for the Switch. Um, it's a very cool co-op game where you basically, it's like a one-room puzzle room where you and the other player have to cut each other into different shapes to try to solve the puzzles pretty much. Really cool game, really fun to do with multiple people. Um, but again, it, it's kind of a shallow experience. It has some cool ideas. Some of these games are incredible. This is not hang. Okay, that's out. Out. Uh, let me look. Let me think. Um, you know, it's funny. It's gonna. <laughs> it's gonna creep up on us really yeah, quickly. When, like, we're, oh, when we're down to like twenty, we're gonna be like, oh <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> these are really um, good. All right, here's one that I have played and I really, really enjoyed. Nidhogg Two. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's it a is. very fun game. That's it's a, a fun game. game to play with your friends. Yep. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, I think we played it together. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of fun. Um, you know, it's just gruesome, and you just fight, and you just try to get to the end of the screen and killing each yeah, other. Yeah, it's a, it's a side-scrolling, you know, if you have not played the original Nidhogg, this is very much similar. They added a couple extra weapons and stuff, and the art style is totally different. It's really cool. You just it's really cool. But slash and shoot. And it's, it really is just... Two, you know, it's you and the other person with the controller, you're face-to-face, -face, and it's like a dueling game. You know, you have swords, you have to stab each other, kill them, get to the other side of the screen. You know, it's first person to get to the end of their, their screen wins. So it's a really cool co-op, fun little competitive game. Uh, I agree, I don't think it hangs. Yeah, awesome, a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. 
compared to some of these masterpieces. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to be fun. All right. All right. <clears throat> all right. I'm going to take out Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator. Okay. So I'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, for anyone that does not know what a dating simulator is, I'll, I'll briefly say that because it's kind of a shitty genre usually, <laughs> and it's usually like terrible games, honestly. But this one is f basically like a fully based on humor and like ridiculous situations. Um, you're this like dad, this like corny dad with a 17 year old daughter is about to go to college, and you're moving into this new area of town and you live on this cul-de-sac with like six other single dads and their daughters so what's good about the game is you're basically the writing is incredible dad puns are hilarious like it, it's just a really well-written game uh again i think it's a little shallow i think the stories are good the characters are good um but as an overall experience i just don't think oh i, I didn't really tell you what a dating simulator was but it's basically it's basically text, you know, there's no speech, but it's art with text, and you're, you know, picking dialogue options. Hey, in I, order. Like you. Uh -huh, I like yeah, you. Yeah, but too. you're picking options, and they'll react, you know, if they like what you said or not, and then you end up, you know, dating them or not dating yeah. them, you know. It's a silly thing, and it's usually, like, Japanese anime, like, weird, like, overly sexualized, too young of girls, <laughs> like, bad. Uh, but this one's really fun. Dream Daddy is good. It's totally ridiculous and it's it's funny, but it does not hang here. Okay. So that one's gone. All right. Um, I'm going. All right. Um, oh god. And now it's getting a little, now it's getting a little tough. Oh god. Uh, okay. Um, Let's see which one of my babies you're gonna kill. <laughs> I know, because now we're like we're really uh -uh. down to it, and, and some of these I didn't get a chance to uh, to play. Mm -hmm. Just to show that I'm not, uh, like, usually, like, 100% Mario games, I am 100% down. Mm -hmm. Usually, any sort of Mario game, I will buy the day it comes out. I will play it. I will beat it. Mm -hmm. Mario Rabbids didn't... Didn't do it for you. Didn't even interest me to, to get it. And... I... So... Again, I'm not saying... We, I, I, I'm not going to defend it because it's not going to be on the top ten. It, it doesn't hang to that extent. It's a fucking awesome game. Yeah. I love Mario plus Rabbids. I am super surprised that it was this good because when it got announced, I was like, this is going to be a shitty, yeah, like, yeah. nothing game. It is basically XCOM combat, if anyone knows what that is. It's like a strategy game, turn-based. You have a party. Uh, you know, you hide behind cover to avoid shots. It's like a weird-ass game. Totally awesome that Nintendo allowed them to do this. And it actually is a fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, the reason I don't think it hangs is because by the end of that game, you're like done with it. Yeah, okay. It, it has some difficulty spikes that are a little annoying, and it does drag on a little too long, in my opinion. I I really really like this game, and I had a great time playing it. Um, but uh, I agree, I don't think it hangs. I think it just shows I'm not biased towards Mario games. That's pretty impressive. That's true, but you know. Yeah, but it, it is a great game. I, I love that game. Yeah. Anyone okay. that likes turn-based. You know, and that's the XCOM thing. style games. That's really what it is. It's like, you know, if anyone's played Fire Emblem, similar that okay. you're moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you have a certain number of tiles you can move and then attack. It's like Stratego, kind of. It's like a sure. 
I mean, like I said, I I, yeah. I love Mario. It's a games, great game, will, but will, you're right. It's not gonna. It's I not will gonna buy end. any Mario game, but I just it just didn't didn't uh, inspire me. Yeah. All right, I hear. Not, you like I said, not saying it's a bad game. That's just my opinion. I just. You know. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the tough cut right now. I'm gonna get rid of Destiny Two. We well we knew that was we knew that we knew that was coming. <laughs> Destiny Two. I've said it before. Uh, you've heard it here on this podcast. I played it a lot. I played it for like 80 hours or something. I played with my friends. I really enjoyed it when I was in the moment. When I stopped playing it, I stopped thinking about it entirely. I have no desire to go back to it. New expansions coming out or already came out, I don't even know. I have no interest in playing it anymore. I don't know why. It's, it's, I, it's weird, but it just doesn't have any lasting appeal to me. Uh, it added a story mode. So it, the first one had a story mode. It added a more emphasis on the story, and I just don't think it succeeded in that story. It was a shitty story, in my opinion. But fun to play with friends does not hang on this list. I'm curious, did the original Destiny land anywhere when you were doing? Uh, I think what year that came out. Uh, 2013. 14, 13, 13. I think. I wonder if that was added. No, I I kind of had similar feelings actually. Okay. I played it much less because. I kind of beat the story mode and got to the max. The original Destiny had a lot more issues with progression than Destiny 2 did, so I was able to play this one for longer, but overall, don't think it hangs. Um, I enjoyed my time with it. I do not look back on it particularly fondly, okay. um, but that's it for me. Yeah. See All you right. later, Destiny 2. Okay. What do you got for me? All right, so now... <clears throat> um, oh, man, it's getting hard. Yeah, I know. And, like, to preface, we didn't even, like... We barely talked about like this beforehand, so like this is just like right off the cuff. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm gonna take. Little nightmares. Little nightmares. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I mean, this is. This is tough because a very, very interesting game. I actually didn't play it, mm -hmm. but I remember it was actually my sister. Hi, Noel. My sister, um, her friend told her to tell me that I should check out this game, and, and I was looking it up, and it looked really interesting. It looked mm -hmm. really, really creepy, and it looked yeah. like something like, wow, that's something that I'd be into. It looks weird, and it looks like, you know, yeah. interesting and eerie, and I think I'd really, really enjoy something like that. Um, but, but looking it up and, and watching it, again... Not to say, maybe, a lot of the, you know, when you only have so much money and only so much time and you're like, all right, well, what am I going to spend my money on? What am I going to play? Yeah. You know, if it doesn't say that's something that I would enjoy, you, you don't really, you know, pick yeah. it up. So it just didn't I'll say I played. I played through Little Nightmares and I... I'm going to think it's a bad game. I think it's very good. I think it, it definitely wears its... Uh, what do you call it? What am I thinking of? You know, it's welcome. No, no, it's it's inspirations on a sleeve. That's what I'm trying to say. It is very much Limbo and Inside. Okay, and I very love much. those games. Those and they're great my games. games ever. And so, in turn, this is a very good game. It knows what it is, and it is like, hey, we are that type of game. But it does not have anywhere near the emotional resonance of those games, in my opinion. And uh, 
the intrigue is there. It's interesting. It's it's a little more like the art style is very disturbing. Yeah, it's weird. But it's really cool. I like Little Nightmares a lot. I think in another year it might land somewhere on a top ten list. It might be like number ten or something. I think in this year it doesn't stand a chance. So I agree with All the right. cut. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh boy. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna cut. <coughs> oh shit! How many games do you have left? One, rough. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen games. We have to get seven of these. Dude, we talked the about. We were like, we were like, all right. Well, there's at least fifteen amazing games of all time on here. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, this is dangerous. All right, I, I have to do it. I'm gonna get rid of uh, my good friend here, Yakuza Zero. Um. <clears throat> Yakuza Zero is by far the best Yakuza game, in my opinion. Um, if nobody has played it, this is a great jumping-on point. It is a third-person action game, you can call it, I guess, but the reason that you're really there is for the story and the weird like little side quests in it. It's basically like a, like a Japanese crime drama about the Yakuza and, like, you know, whatever. And it's this is like the... the it's you know they call it Yakuza Zero because kind of like a prequel to the series. Okay. Uh, so you're ge getting introduced to these main characters as they you know became part of this whole situation. Um, the thing that I love about this game is that it is hilarious in in certain ways and it's totally ridiculous sometimes. But then it r randomly will go to this very serious, very dark you know moment where like a main character is dying or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. or someone gets shot, or you know it goes to some crazy places. But I, I just showed you recently yeah, the cabaret scene that was so cool. Yeah, the, the <laughs> introduction in this game to Goro Majima is like one of the, my favorite moments of the year. Honestly, uh, if even if you're not gonna play this game, go on YouTube, type in. Majima Yakuza Zero Majima intro and watch that scene because so it is good. hilarious it's and so it's good. really well done. Yeah, so cool. I really like it. If you have any interest in this type of game, I would recommend playing it. But I will say, I think it wore out its welcome a little bit by the end. It was a very long game, and it kind of didn't keep my attention at certain points. So that's fair. Not a perfect game. It's a lot of fun. I really like the style of it. You know, the story is great. I think. It, it, the combat is also pretty poor, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one is cut. Yakuza Zero, I loved you, but you're gone. But isn't that crazy though? Like how like now that we're getting down to it, it's just like what we're picking. Like we're it's so hard. Like wow, this is an amazing game, but we're like picking out like little things to be like. Oh. Well, it's just it's so that's tough. what that's what this is all about, Dan. It's so just tough. wait until we get further in. It's gonna I be know, worse. I know it's tough. We're gonna be talking it's, bad about all our favorite games. It's tough. Yeah. It's, oh. All right. All right. What do you got for me? Now, Tacoma. Fuck. Tacoma, I did not play. I know. I don't know if I'm ready for it. We'll, we'll, I want to talk through it. Um, now, fight me. Yeah. Here's put, up, the thing. put up the gloves. It's hard to fight you when you didn't play it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain why I think it's a great game, and it still might go. I'm not sure if I'm going to fight fight for it or if we're going to let it go. Okay. Tacoma is the guys that made Gone Home, Fulbright. Uh, you're basically... Oh, crap. I love Gone Home. 
Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> uh, it, what was it, Xbox One? It's only on Xbox One and PC. Okay. It, might, it might not even be on PC. But Tacoma is basically, you're coming to this space station that's been abandoned, and you don't know why, and you're going through... They basically have this like AR simulation, so you put these two little nodes on your head when you get on the space station, and then you can see AR, it's basically like uh, wireframe versions of people. So it's like polygonal representations of what these people look like. So like all you, you don't see any facial features or anything. You just see them moving around. And the whole shtick of the game is you basically, there are these video segments of AR that's moving around you and you hit play and all these people are walking in different directions and stuff and you're walking with them. So it's like two people might split off this way and it's like, all right, I'm gonna go follow them and listen to their whole conversation. So you're listening to them and then you're like, all right, I'm gonna rewind. I heard all that they have to say. Go follow the other two people, play through the same time because it's like one video and everyone's doing their own thing. And so you're listening to the video trying to figure out what happened here. That's interesting. I like those sort of games. It's fucking awesome. I love Tacoma. Uh, what is it like everybody's gone to the rapture? Like that sort of like you just kind of go around, you pick up the story yes, through. It's very similar to that. I mean, oh, I'm sorry I picked this one. In. All no, that, all that. <laughs> it has all that DNA of Gone Home and yeah, everybody's yeah. gone to the rapture and, you know, stuff like that. But... I think that what makes this game really good is that the the human, you know, Gone Home did the human moments really well. Oh man, definitely. It, it wasn't that the story, the overarching story was great, it was getting to know these characters was great. And Tacoma does that just as well as Gone Home does, honestly. It's a very good game. I think I'm gonna actually say that I think we should keep it on for now. For now? That's for fair, now. okay. I think there's other things that can get cut. It may not make the top 10, I'm, I can't okay. let it go yet. All I'm, right, I'm gonna let okay. it hang, All I'm gonna right. let it hang. Okay. I want you to propose something else then. Okay. All right. Okay. Now. There's no like hard and fast rule of like how many we can keep, but it's like if some if if I'd you say, have hey. a good reason to keep it, then we'll we'll fight for it. All right. When it gets um, down to it. it so the go. same sort of thing I said with uh, like <clears throat> Little Nightmares, and um, I forget what other game I said that I said that about, um, where you know I I knew enough about, mm -hmm. and it just I never um, got. Got around to it. Got around to it. Yeah. Um, was Neo. Mm -hmm. uh, I never got around to it. I know it's like a, a Dark Souls type thing, yeah. and I know that's become sort of like a trope uh, when it comes to video games. Where people will be like, "Oh, well, that's like Dark Souls. Oh, well, it's like Dark Souls. Oh, that's like Dark Souls." But, but like watching this it, it's really much is like, like Dark Souls. Souls. And hey, all right, let me talk about Neo because I played about forty-five hours of Neo. Okay, and it looks awesome. I mean. Now that we're getting down to it, every single one of these games yeah, it, would be that a goes without saying. Any, any, you know, we're going to be talking about the things we don't like about these games. And, but and Neo looks sick. Neo looked really cool. Neo was on my radar yeah. to play, and I just never got around to it. I just never. I'll um, talk about Neo real quick because <clears throat> it is a great game, and it is Dark Souls. It it takes Dark Souls, almost everything that you like about Dark Souls takes it. And the only things it majorly changes is number one, it's in like feudal Japan, very cool setting. That's awesome. There's so a you're lot like a samurai? of samurai. You're a samurai. You're wow. literally a samurai. See, that's cool. That's really very cool. cool. Uh, the f gameplay is much faster than Dark Souls. Okay. The combos come out faster. It plays a little bit more like an action game than a Dark Souls does, because Dark Souls is very slow, deliberate combat. You know, Bloodborne kind of waged into this territory a little bit. Neo takes it even a step further. It's it has that. 
it has the combat in which you can die at any moment and you can get like stun locked and stuff yeah. and it's very fucking hard but it definitely is faster combat uh, I really love some of the boss design it's right up there it is, it is right there with Dark Souls it, it's missing a little something in my opinion that holds it down a little bit from the level that Dark Souls and those games okay, are on I was say, did you say that game was just as good as Dark Souls I was like no, geez, then not. I gotta not. buy it right it's now. close it is close I would say you know it's, it's just a step below it I really enjoy this game but as far as what we're looking at here I, I just don't think it, uh, okay. it's gonna hang either I think, right. I think you can cut it I mean, definitely some, something I'd, I'd want to try out and yeah, play. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's awesome. But, like I said, there's just so many games here. And, yeah, yeah. You know, the hours I've spent on all these games is, is crazy. Yeah. I wish I got paid to play them. That'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be nice, all wouldn't money it? money I'd make? <laughs> anyway, all right. <clears throat> all right. I'm going to cut Doki Doki Literature Club. This game, I'm going to explain because it's a weird name and <laughs> I don't know if anyone has any idea what this game is. It's, again, a dating sim, like I talked about with Dream Daddy, but this game has some interesting turns that it takes. And it, um, it basically starts out for like two hours. It starts out as you're this high school kid, you know, who your friend drags you into this after school club it's a literature club you're like writing poetry it's like really silly and there are all these like beautiful girls in the club and they're all in love with you and they're trying to like steal you away from each other and stuff and it's really <laughs> dumb and I, I was playing this game and I was like I fucking hate this this is bad like I don't want to play this anymore but I know just from you know hearing people writing about it and stuff I knew that there was a turn that it was going to take so I stuck it out and I'm glad I did because it's a great game it basically the the first playthrough ends with like one of your friends like hanging herself and it was totally yeah, out of left well, field you, well you showed you, me the video and yeah. you're just like she, she goes oh I like you and then like the next cut is her just in the room hang up. yeah it, it's bad but what it's stuff? interesting because the game starts to glitch out at that point and it basically says like it basically you know you actually see glitches in the game and it cuts you out and you start a new game and that character is not in that game anymore so then you're playing through and you're like this is fucking weird I don't know what's going on and uh, then you basically you continue on through the game without that character and then things start to happen more glitches come in characters are saying things that are like really vulgar like they wouldn't normally say like it's very weird and then you realize that it's like super fourth wall breaking and this one of the girls is like she knows that she's in a video game and she's like playing like being puppet master to the rest of the girls and uh what it does that's really cool the end of this game uh we didn't say it in the beginning but you gotta know we're doing game of the year it's gonna be spoilers for every single game we're on this list. so everything is getting spoiled all these games if you haven't played you know i'm sorry that's what it is um Maybe we should put like on the tag like spoiler. Yeah, we we'll we'll figure something out. We'll warn you guys somehow. But at the end of Doki Doki Literature Club, you get to you're face to face with this girl Monica, who's like the puppet master. You're in this like you're like in this like space station that looks like the world around her is dead, and she's she's basically saying like, oh, now it's just me and you forever because she killed the other two, <laughs> and you have to literally go into the file. In, like I, I had it on Steam. I had to go into the Steam game files, hit like uh, game data, go into the characters folder, and highlight Monica's character and hit delete. And it's like, are you sure you want to delete this? Yes. And then next time you launch the game, 
the game like freaks out, glitches out, and Monica's not in the game anymore. And then you start playing again without this, you know, evil overlord. And there are still some more turns it takes, but it's just really, it's an interesting game, and it does a really good job with like freaky fourth wall breaking, like psychological horror stuff. If you're interested in that kind of stuff, Doki Doki, Doki, Doki Literature Club is very good. Um, it's a fucking slog to get through the first two hours, but it's, it, it pays off, I will say, for sure, uh, in the long run. But I think it should get cut. All right, that's fair. What do you oh, got for us, Dan? Dan, not now. What do you got for us? Now, this is where it gets really, really hard. Yeah. Should we read, should we read what we have right let's now? Let's read what we have. So, right. yeah, let's, Let, let's, let's pull them down a little bit. Let's, get let's them. read what we have. These are all, all right. masterpieces. We have Prey, Tacoma, Pyre, Resident Evil 7, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus, Cuphead, Mario Odyssey, oh my God. Night in the Woods, Hellblade, Send it with Sacrifice. I didn't add that on there. Hellblade Send it with Sacrifice is what it's called. Horizon Zero Dawn. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nier Automata. Persona 5. And What Remains of Edith Finch. So that's 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14. Four of these games will not be on this list. Daniel, I can't. I can't even. Yeah, well, you got to pick one, Dan. Them's the rules. Okay. This is this is stupid. <laughs> Gotta get top ten. Okay. Um ah. Alright, so I'm gonna propose mm-hmm. I know this is gonna be shocking. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be very, very shocking. Alright, what are you gonna propose? Okay. Res seven? Okay, this and this is my this is my reasons. Uh-huh. Alright? And we could totally fight this. Now, Resident Evil 7, I love the Resident Evil franchise, and mm-hmm. believe it or not saying that, I sound like a hypocrite, because I actually didn't play Resident Evil 7. I played the demo, and I watched playthroughs, and it actually terrified me so much. I was like, there's no way I'm going to get through this game, so I'm just not going to play. I watched like an, like an hour of the beginning of the game, when, like, spoilers, your wife gets, like, insane, mm-hmm. and then I watched like an hour of the end. And I was like, wow, this is really scary. And it was a time when the VR, like, came out and mm-hmm. all my friends were like, oh, we should play this game on the VR. And I'm just like, no, no, this isn't happening. Um, and the demo freaked me out enough and I didn't pick it up. Having said that, um, I'm so glad that this game did come out mm-hmm. because Resident Evil was really, really slipping. I mean, we all love Resident Evil 4. We all thought it was amazing. Um, but then it just kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. It just didn't, you know, Capcom kind of lost the magic touch. I'm so glad this came out. This mm-hmm. rejuve- rejuvenated the, the franchise. I agree. And um, yeah, it, I, love, <laughs> I love what it did. What I want to say, I, I played through Resident Evil 7. I have a PSVR. I played it in VR. How did you, it's, how did you handle it's that? It's absolutely terrifying in VR. I, can't play, I couldn't play the whole game in VR. I played the beginning. I made my friends play it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Resident Evil 7 could have been one of the best games. Well, could have been oh, on yeah. this list. But it, I hate the final third of that game. It's not good. And there's way too much. There are certain times where... I, let, me, let me talk about the good first. Resident Evil 7, amazing survival horror game. It really brings it back to its roots. I love the game. It's scary. It's a lot of fun. Um, the beginning of that game 
is incredible. And that whole area where you're in the mansion is awesome. It's so good. But once you get out of that mansion, it starts to slip a little bit. You get through, you know, when you're in the mansion, you're like finding keys to open doors. You're doing this, you're doing that. It feels like Resident Evil. Then you go into the other house. The, the mom is there and she has all these bugs. It's a little weird. It starts slipping a little bit. By the final third, when you're in the mines and stuff, it is just not fun. Yeah, So okay. it, it's one third. That first third would be top five on this list, even with these great games. Well, that's the thing. Even, like, I love even just, you know, again, this is all me just, just doing my own research. I didn't actually play it. But, um, you know, when you have, like, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of thing where you're, yeah. you're, where you're, you're sitting and your family's all but there and eating But that beginning area and- is so good. And then you end up going into the mines. You go on this, like, old ship and it's like, all that shit is bad. Okay. It's not good. It, it kind of jumped the shark. But I love the game overall anyway. And I think you're right. It's not going to hang on. I know this could be in a lot of people's top tens. And, and I, I definitely think yeah. that... Too many good games, uh, man. I yeah. can't... Any I can't, other year, that would have been gone. a top five. Resident Evil 7, off the list. Okay. Oof, that was That's probably the hardest. <clears throat> yeah. We're getting down to it. Oh, my man. All right. I'm going to propose something. I'm going to say... What do you think about putting some games that we know are going to be on the final top ten? Okay. Like keep it, like saving them. That way we can lower our pool that we're trying to eliminate from. That's what do you think about that? Fine. Cool with that. That's fine. Okay. So, all right. So let's each pick a couple of games. That yeah. We let's just do a few. We don't need a certain number. Um, I mean, I think there's certain ones that we can agree on. We'll be top yeah. ten. Mario Odyssey will be on. And the Zelda list. will be. Zelda will be on the I list. Think we both agree I think Nier will be on the list. Fair. Um, I think Wolfenstein will be on the list. Definitely, we know we both love that. Um, I just played Night in the Woods. I freaking yeah, love Night amazing. in the Woods. I oh okay. No, no. I, Night in the Woods is a great game, and I think it will end up on the list. I don't think it's top tier. No, it could be top tier. I'm just saying I don't think it's an automatic you're on the list okay, game. Fair. I think we have the ones that are automatic you're on the list. I mean Persona Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah Persona Five. I think Persona Five. All right, so those five uh, tentatively. Are on the list, and then these are the ones that we're trying to cover. Oh, yeah. from. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> if we decide at any point that one of those I is going to come off for some of these, games, damn, this is, this is what we we did for ourselves. What are we like masochists or something? <laughs> All right. So we need to get these eight games down to five. I'm going to read the eight that we're trying that are in our little pool right okay. here. Okay. Prey, Pyre, Hellblade, What Remains of Edith Finch, Tacoma, Cuphead. Night in the Woods, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, why is Horizon Zero Dawn not up? I feel like that. that I'd, I'd argue that that would be a top ten. I think it probably will be, but I don't think that's that's it's, a guarantee. Okay. All right. Fair. All right. All right. I think it was your turn to pick anyway. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was like really evil. That's probably the most evil I've ever been in my entire life. You're you always evil. I'm always evil. All right. Always. Here's a discussion I want to have. You ready for this? I don't think so. I'm nervous. I want to say What Remains of Edith Finch and Tacoma are very similar types of games. Okay. Now, we have both played What Remains of Edith Finch. Yes. And only I have played Tacoma. Okay. I believe that Tacoma is a better game than What Remains of Edith Finch. Okay. But I want to, I want to talk about What Remains of Edith Finch and I want to figure out if, if this is going to stay on the worth. list. Or okay. Not. Tell me what you love about What Remains of Edith Finch. What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, who, who did the Giant Sparrow, Giant right? Sparrow, yeah. And they did The Unfinished Swarm, which is one of my all-time 
favorite games. What I loved about this, it kind of has that gone home kind of thing where you go into all these different mm -hmm. rooms. The Finches were a family that just, spoiler alert, everybody died. And everybody died these really weird, like crazy, extreme deaths. Yeah, well, I'll do the early setup and then we can talk about specific moments. The right. early setup is you're this girl with a journal and you're walking into the Finch residence, right? Mm -hmm. <coughs> and you basically are walking in and there are all these rooms that are sealed off. You can look through them in peepholes. And the, what happens is whenever a member of this family, this Finch family, dies, they, they seal the room, they seal the door as it was when they died. Right. Right? right. So they leave them as like time capsules for when these people died. Um, and it's, all, it's very like storybook style. It's, it's a lot of, you know, narrator talking about the Finch family. It's really well done. Um, but I, what I want to hear is some of your favorite moments in the game and why you think this game should stay on the list. Well, this is where now that we're getting to this, now that we're you know stacking up these games to each other, and it's really tough where you can say, well, this game was perfect from beginning to end. Yeah, I love what remains to be the finish, but I would say that it wasn't. I feel like so I don't know how many family members you go through. There's maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is maybe just just like a guess. There's maybe like twelve to like fifteen. I, I'm not sure how many people mm -hmm. exactly. There was maybe about like half of those where I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, and then the other half were kind of fell off. There was some. We should say the the gameplay mechanic is you get into this person's room and you look at some like memento of theirs, right? And it brings you into the moments before they died, right? So that's like, that's the point of the game. That's like how the game goes. So it'll like teleport you into this person's last final moments before they die, right? And they're all done with different styles. One of them is like a. A comic book. Like that's, creepy magazine, like from the 50s. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like an old horror magazine that you're like looking through, but then it like brings you in on the panels, and it's it's like uh, it, it's like an old horror movie. Right. Like it's very Halloween. It actually plays the theme of Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I want to hear some of your favorite of those moments. Some of my favorite moments, there was the one where um, the father was forcing his daughter to, uh, uh, to like shoot a deer, and like you had to like... Mm -hmm take a and and she was like hysterical about it. she's like no I don't I don't want to do it and there was just this whole he's trying to like yeah she went she went on a photographs. she went on a camping trip with him right and she loved photography right, right, right. so she was taking pictures of nature and stuff and it, it kind of plays out as a story of photographs where it's you know you see you you're actually controlling her with the camera taking pictures right and then it's like you see her with the gun and she's not comfortable with it right and, you know. and, and eventually what happens is she gets a, the the deer isn't dead and, and, and kills the father and she gets yeah. the snapshot of that. I thought that was really, you know. Yeah. He's um, trying to hold up the deer, like, to yeah. for the picture, and the deer, like, kicks him off or yeah. something. He falls off yeah. a cliff um, and dies. The one where they, you know, complete ode to the Unfinished One, where the king from the Unfinished One was one of the people. That I mean, that, incredible, that yeah. legit brought... Very cool. You know, my, my, my eyes are a little misty with that one. I was just like, oh, and they play the music, and you're just like, oh, yeah, that man. That was very cool. Um, uh, you know, but then some of them where I was kind of thrown off was the one where, it was actually the first one where the girl was like, you know, I was so hungry, I ate everything. Yeah, I turned changing into, a into cat, different animals. And I turned stuff. into a squirrel, and then I turned to, I, that one fell off for me. The one where the kid's uh, at the wedding and the storm picks up, that one kind of. Which one was that? The one where um, they're having like a wedding, and the kid's like outside. Oh, with the, the swing? With the swing? Oh, no, the no, kite, no, the, the kite. kite, the kite. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. one. That one was a whiff. You know, so there was but some... But here's what I want to say. I have okay. two in, in particular in my mind that I really love. Yeah. One of them was 
when you're chopping the fish heads. Oh, that was fantastic. You're chopping, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, working, yeah. so you're this brother that obviously has like some mental issues and he's, he's working as in like a fishery. Oh, he's chopping off the heads incredible. of the fish mm-hmm. to like, you know, that's his job. So you're controlling the chopping of the fish, but you're also controlling like his imagination on the ground. And you basically are like walking through this world that's like ever building and evolving. You're doing like, it's it's becoming like different perspectives like and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, he's becoming a king. It's like all this crazy stuff. And then at the end, you realize that he's like walking up the thing where all the fish heads go to get grinded up. And he <laughs> puts go- his head into the... Uh, yeah, the it was rough, but it was very effective what they did. Yeah. I also thought the one with the baby was pretty effective. Oh, in the bathtub? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you have this little point of view of a baby in a bathtub and there's... He has all these like little Ducky ducks and, and yeah, yeah toys, and you're bouncing around as a baby, and then you know you end up realizing that you drown, you drown as yeah. a baby. So it deals with some really heavy stuff, but it it does it in this like storybook whimsical kind of way. Right. Um, what did you think about the? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. You about to say no, something. you didn't. What did you think about the ending? The whole when you're being born kind of thing. I yeah. know a lot of people have like different. I, I thought it. I actually liked it. I did. Um, you know it. it I think what this game did, it had moments that wowed me, but as an overall package, I think it's not as strong as some of these stories That's here. fair. That's, That's what I'm saying. So fair. I want to know what you think. I, I personally think that Tacoma is a stronger story and a stronger I- evaluation of these characters. Like, you dive deep into the characterization. So I want to know, is is do you do you have that much reverence for what remains to be a Finch to fight me There's on There's moments. It's kind of like you said with... Um, I forget what game you mentioned. Uh, was it Yakuza? Where you, sure. were, where you were like, okay, well, this has you know some of my favorite moments, but as a whole, yeah. What reminds me of the Finch has one of my favorite moments in video games. Yeah. You know, I'm telling you, when that when they did that ode to the Unfinished Swan, and I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, I just it really. Um, what's 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 hard for me is I didn't play Tacoma, and yeah. that's why I I can't make a fair judgment. When I did, when you were like, let's make your lists. Write out all the lists of all the games you played and do your top, make your top 10. What remains to be the finish was just like 11, 12. So yeah. I would, I'm, I'm okay. okay with that. And there is That's certain fair. ones I will fight though to be on the top 10. So don't, okay. think, don't think I'm just being agreeable. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you got for me? Oh, it's my turn? Yeah. All right, Dan. Oh, no. What all are right, we going to do here? All right, Daniel, son. I know you love this game. I want game. you to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to I hear do, it. I do, I do love it. this game, too. If I can but, say it, you bastard. Oh, no. Prey is a fantastic game. It's an awesome game. It's an awesome, awesome game, right? Um, I don't know if we talked about this in earlier episodes, but I'll just give you the, the, the lowdown. Um, you're in this space station somewhere in the future, um, and aliens you know are all all around and um you wake up you don't have any memory of what's going on and there's this video of you telling you no i need to blow up this space station because there's these terrible things happening you're the only one that can fix this yet it's your brother that's running everything and there's just all this stuff you really it's really like a bioshock first person shooter where you just kind of go around and you pick up pieces of what happened on this space station as you go a lot of exploration um, I don't know if I'm just rambling. I hope I'm no, it, making that sound. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. I I love Prey. It's definitely on my personal top ten. I would say 
I'm going to say the things that I love about it, and then I'm going to say the bad things about it. The things that I love about this game is that the overall story, like the idea of the story is incredible. Oh, but awesome. the execution and the and as it goes on, it kind of gets a little tedious. Um, the overall story of like, you know, you're this scientist that basically is like, you, you don't really know what your role is right away, but you eventually realize that like you are the head of this place mm -hmm. and you've been deleting your own memories and leaving yourself recordings because, you know, you're starting to become alien because you're injecting yourself with right, this yeah. stuff uh, is a really great concept. And I love it. And I think the opening hour of this game is one of the best opening hours. Well, that's what hooked me. When we when you showed me, you said, Dan, try this out. It's so like, cool. Oh, it wow. starts... Uh, anyone should play that first hour. I think there's actually a demo. I think there is. Oh, good. Yeah, try that Try out. this first that's hour cool. because it will hook you. Uh, you start out and you're in the space station. You're, like, getting your clothes on, going to work regularly. You're, like, you know, everything's normal. Uh, you go into this test lab and the scientists are behind glass and like, all right, um, we'd like you to press the button as fast as you can. So you walk across the room, press the button, and they're like, hmm, okay, yeah. move on. Yeah. Right. Next one is like, all right, uh, hide it, hide as well as you can. There's a chair there. You like go behind the chair, crouch. They're like, what is he doing? I don't understand. They're like, ah, uh, okay. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. And then they start like getting loud, and you're like, what's going on? Then all of a sudden, the guy's coffee cup attacks him. It's, an, it's a mimic, which is like the type of alien. It can become any different shape. So you get knocked out unconscious. You wake up. Looks like it's the same day again. You're like, what the hell? Looks the same. You put on your clothes again like normal. You walk out. Not the same. Yeah. Everything's screwed up. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. engineer that was out there fixing the elevator or whatever it's is dead. now dead. Just, yeah. So you're like, what the hell's going on? You don't know where to go. You walk back into your room. And, you know, uh, oh, this whole time your room is a big window out into a city, right? Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, man, this is cool. Like, I work in this building in the city. So you're like, how do I escape? All right, I guess i got to break this window. And you break the window with your wrench. And it breaks through and it turns out it was a screen. Right, yeah. And really what was on the other side is more of the lab. So you realize you're on a space station. You're in a lab. They're doing tests on you. You don't know what's going on. It's a really cool opening. I freaking love this game. But I think it, we're really getting down to tough stuff here, and I think Prey can go. But this is why the, things that, the reasons that I want to say I'm sorry to cut you no, off. No, that's okay. I want to say the reason that I'm a, uh, saying I think Prey can go is because it it totally could have been like one of my favorite games of all time. It, it drops. totally could have been. It drops off hard. The story drops off. There's way too many enemies. The combat was never very good. What I do love is that it's completely systems driven. There are people walking around. Right. You can let you can let somebody out of like a jail cell, you know, or you can just leave them. Or in you there. can kill them. And or it you can kill them. You can kill anybody yeah. in the story. It's very cool. I love systems driven games like that. Uh, we'll definitely touch a lot more on that in Breath of the Wild because uh -huh. yeah. that's pro you know that's one of the best examples of a systems driven right. game that does it well. Prey does that really well. It does. What Prey does not do well is the combat. And the overarching story falls off big time. Well, that's why Prey... So, I, I didn't pick this up when it came out. It came out like in June, I think. And, 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 May, yeah. Uh, May. And um, I, I, I just didn't get around to it, and I eventually did. It was at GameStop for like 20 bucks or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember Dan. You know, he showed me a little bit of that. That, was, that looked awesome. And I loved it. And the first, you know, the first 10 hours was like really, really, really cool. Yeah. And you're exploring... It's too long. 
and we've talked about that too, where sometimes games overstay their welcome. Yeah. Where I loved exploring. That world is so cool, and I really, really enjoyed. It's go on. No, I was gonna say even like even in the beginning. What's so cool is when you go into that one room, right? And it shows the history of the space station. Like John F. Kennedy's still alive. Yeah, he's the, like 130 the, years old. Yeah. And like it's just like oh, it's just and you like realize a, why they're in space at, at such a good time. Like yeah. the whole backstory of it's very cool. The thing that this game should have done, in my opinion. To be a better game. And I know it's hard to say, hey, I wish this game was a different type of game and then I would like it more. If this game was an eight hour version of like a Tacoma Gone Home style game, oh, with, 100%. you know, take out the combat, make it a cool exploration sci fi game with puzzle solving, that's when I fair games all but the time. The, but the enemies, though, when you walk into so a room and there's, and there's like seven phantoms and all you have is three bullets and you're just like. It's so frustrating. You know, and they start shooting things at you and you just get hit and you're dead. Yeah. And you're like, now I gotta do that again. It's, it's frustrating. You know, and, you know. The characterization, the emails in this game, if you read the emails at the different terminals, some of the side stories in this game are so incredible. Yeah, it's a beautifully well made game. And there's so much that I love about it. It's very dense and very I, rich. I absolutely adore this game, but I think the bad. Doesn't outweigh the good. It's still a great game, but for this list, the amount of bad that's on it, I think it has. I didn't to go. think you were going to agree with me on that. I thought you were going to. No, gonna give me I'm going to. Hey, there's too many good games here, Dan. Bye, Fred. Dan, you realize what we need, right? We need one more game. Take one more off. One more off, and we have our top ten. Yep. All right. <laughs> so, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose something, and I want to hear what you have to say about it. I don't think Hellblade is the top 10 game of the year. I will. I'm happy to fight you on that. I want to hear why you love Hellblade. Hellblade is like <laughs> a game that I haven't, I've, I've never played before. Hmm. Um, yeah, there's combat, and I know, you know combat can be tedious, but just as an overhaul, to explain to those people that, that maybe haven't heard yeah, of it. Yeah, tell me what this game is. Played of it. Um, it's a third person uh, Adventure kind of, but close not really, camera behind the back. Yeah, like, there's like Last of action, but it's mostly like puzzle solving, and mostly it deals with um, it's like Norse mythology, and um, you're this Nordic woman named Senua, and um, she's battling mental illness and uh, psychosis, and through the entire the entire journey, um, the 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 whole thing is is that she has these voices in her head, and you know they're. It's so cool, especially playing with it, you know, in a dark room with the sound, you know, blasting, you know. You'll go to an area and you'll hear, like, you can't do it. No, you're not going to do it. You can't do it. You can't do yeah, it. And the, then, you know, the sound design in this game is absolutely incredible. It's like it, you wear headphones and it really sounds like all these different voices are talking to you throughout right. the whole game because she does have, you know, some mental illness. Right. And so she's hearing all these voices in her head the whole time and it's really effective it really is effective that's and the one part of the game that i do enjoy i think some of the puzzles are not fun and a little annoying and i think the the actual gameplay is pretty poor but that's fair but i think it all it's all worth it because i think when it when you go to what it's all about senua isn't battling you know, these actual monsters. She uh -huh. isn't battling, you know, she's battling the demons inside herself and mm -hmm. she's de battling the demons inside her head and I've never seen a game deal with that so well. We've had um, games where protagonists have mental illness and they, and they have, um, you know, uh, things that they're grappling with inside themselves but like Hellblade really puts that to the front mm -hmm. and... Um, Did you like the story throughout? 
Do you think it got stronger? I, Do you think it got weaker? I think the story got stronger. I think I, at first you go through these different areas and it deals with your certain senses. So at least, so there's one area where it all deals with, um, I forget the name of the character. He's like a, he's like a, he looks like a bird kind of character mm -hmm. uh, with, um, kind of has like that, that plague mask kind of, yeah. kind of features. And the whole idea is like, you know, what you see isn't necessarily what's there. Yeah. And you got to kind of maneuver yourself around this environment. You know, oh, wait a second. If I move this way, Oh, those branches connect. Yeah, I can there make are, a, I yeah, can make a, a there are different like portals that you view through, so you have to get your perspective portals to match up to have it go. I found that pretty tedious, to be honest. Really? With you. Okay. Yeah. I I think though the payoff is is so worth it, it's especially worth it, yeah. you get more into Sanua's story and you realize what a what a hard uh, life she's had and all the hardships that she's faced. And it's just I don't know. My my heart breaks for that character, and I, I think I think that's. If anything, it's a it's a great character study. Mm -hmm. I think even when you look at movies, you know, like uh, you ever see the wrestler? I love that movie. I actually think that's a great movie. I think that's a fantastic character study, and I think this <coughs> is a fantastic character study of someone that's that's grappling with these um, personal demons. And I, I just I think yeah, the combat can be tedious. You know, you can be an area, and then listen. If you're saying that the story outweighs the bad, then then it should no, stand. I I, th I think so, and I think you know there's. I just wasn't as in love with the story as you are, but if you're gonna fight for it, you fight for it. Yeah, no, I'm gonna fight for it because right. there are areas where I understand where you know there's just these guys that are so tough to fight. But I I, I think as a story as a whole, you know, sometimes. When you have personal demons, th those those demons are so hard to fight, and it, it gets overwhelming. And I think that's the point, just to mm -hmm. you know, to sympathize and 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 Sanua's story, just to sort of having to overcome all her struggles. And right. and at the end, I mean, I was in tears by the end. You know, the, the whole you know finding peace within yourself, and I just think it's really really powerful. It's a very cool game. I think it's a powerful it, it story. Didn't, it didn't do it for me as much as it did for some other people, but. I know you really care about it, so it's staying. Uh, the one thing I do want to say, it has that cool mechanic. <clears throat> it was much talked about and much argued where if you die a certain amount of times, it deletes your save and you have to restart. I don't think that, I think that was just a gimmick, though. I don't think that ever was actually a... I know that it is actually a thing. Oh, really? But there's a certain number of deaths for each area that you have to get. Okay. So it's like... In the opening area, if you die 37 times, then okay. you're done. In some different area, you might have to only die four times there. But that's the thing, too, because I think that adds to the heightened sense of, like, doom. Yes. You know, just I, that, I agree. I think that's a great idea. Some people hated that idea. I really like that idea. I, I think it adds to that sort of, you know, she her world is, like, closing in on her. Mm -hmm. And I think it just adds to that. If I don't mm -hmm. accomplish this, it's, it's all yeah. over. It's all for naught. And I, I just, I think... I just think it did a really, 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 really powerful job of of, right. of analyzing. I, um, hey, you know what? I may not think it belongs character. on our top ten, but you do, so it's gonna stay. I think it's a, it's a very special game. And I think the four games that are not being talked about here are too much to let me hang on to Tacoma. All right. So time for Tacoma to go. I've talked a lot about <laughs> this game, and I absolutely love it. Um. It, it's it's very underrated in my opinion. It, it didn't quite get the same uh, same hype as Gone Home, but I think it's because Gone Home was so surprising at the time. But Tacoma, I think you are a great game, and you're tied for number eleven with the other sixteen games. <laughs> They're off. <laughs> so we have our top ten, All not right. in order. 
Let's read them out. <clears throat> we have Super Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Nier Automata, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus, Persona 5, Pyre, Cuphead, Night in the Woods, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. That is our top 10. Okay. Now it's time to get them in order, Dan. Well, there's certain games that we've... Oh, actually, we're going to listen. Honestly, we're going to have to be swapping around a lot of these. Okay. So we're just going to basically start out by saying I personally think that Pyre should be pretty high on this list. I love Pyre, yes. I think Pyre is an excellent game. Uh, and always what happens with these kind of discussions, <laughs> I'm going to say it out, out right out front. The games that we like the most are the ones that get talked about the least because. We know that they're going like, to end oh, up. it's obvious. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk about Pyre real quick. It's a game by Supergiant. <coughs> Supergiant is the team that did Bastion and Transistor, mm -hmm. games that we absolutely love. Pyre is, I think, my favorite Supergiant game. Yeah, Bastion's way up there for me. To, Pyre is fucking awesome. If Pyre is, it. let me give you the short pitch on Pyre. It is... It's like two different games meshed in one. The one game is the actual minute-to-minute -minute gameplay, which is it's basically like an arcade sports game almost. It's a three-on-three. -three. There's an orb in the middle, and all the different characters that you can choose from have different abilities, different speeds, different amount of points that they score, and you can either throw the orb into the opponent's fire. Playing basketball, kind of. It is. It's like an NBA Jam almost yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, where it's like you can throw the orb into the uh, opponent's fire right. to get points, or you can just run in and jump in mm -hmm. to dunk it. If you jump in the fire, that teammate of yours is out of the game yeah, until did. the end, until the other team scores. So you want to try to throw it in, but if you throw it, the other team can jump up, block it, do certain things. Um, all the different characters have different abilities that make the variety really fun. I really enjoy the gameplay a lot, but the reason that this game is as good as it is is because of the story. Um, you're basically, uh, you get tossed into, what do they call it, the downside? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get tossed into this, it's almost like you, you, you're thinking that it's like a... The Oregon Trail kind of thing. It's just <laughs> yeah, well, but I'm saying the actual uh, area, You, oh, it's right. almost like a... a what am I thinking of? It's not hell, it's not heaven. Oh, like purgatory kind of thing. Yeah, it's almost like a purgatory that you get tossed into where there are all these weird creatures and different people and they stuff. They just want to get out. And they all, the way that they get out is by completing these rites that they call them, which is the sports game that I talked about, right? So you basically, you're going around Oregon Trail style, you're in this little cart. And you get to choose which path you want to take, People and you want to pick up. And yeah, some have different benefits to others. Uh, you're gathering party members as you go. You choose who competes in your game, and basically, when you get to the end, you reach the the mount. What do they call it? It's like the end part. You have to play a match versus the other best team, and if you win, you send one of your teammates up. To back to the real world so you send them out of the downside so you're selecting who you want to send back but also you're losing that player from your right. team so it's like if you really like playing with this person it's like you might be my favorite character but i'm going to keep you because i really like playing with you sorry you're not going back um it's really interesting. The characters are all really good and yeah, well developed. Yeah, and they all have their own personalities and their own... The reason that this game is as good as it is because Supergiant does 
a better job than anybody in the industry, in my opinion, at building a universe, like mm -hmm. a world. Like, how do you just create this incredible, like, yeah. fantasy world with all unique races and different yeah. types of people? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's incredible. It really good. is. It really is. I don't know how you feel about Pyre, um, but... Well, you, you did. I think you hit everything right on the head. My favorite part was I loved Oregon Trail style. I loved the whole pickup character. It's even... You know, you'll pick up a character and the character will be like, oh, can you, like, use me today? Like, in the right? Like, yeah. can you? And then if you don't, they're, like, ticked off at you. Mm -hmm. and it, it's just, it's really, really cool. And the choices you make um, all have, you know, an impact on how the game uh, mm -hmm. plays out. But I, I loved it. And I loved the the gameplay aspect of it. But really, for me, um, I don't think you said it, too. I think the story really is what um, keeps you going because you meet all these really, really interesting characters and it's up to you how you want to deal with them and it's up to you how you know who goes back and who doesn't who mm. stays back and it's just the implications of that yeah it's um, very cool and it's like i said the writing the characters they're all really really good yeah. and it does a great job of like making you wonder there's a guy that you don't get until very late in the game called volfred and he he basically he seems shady all the time. So you don't know if he's like telling you the truth about the rights because they're coming to a close. So you know that you only have a couple more, you know, final matches to send people back or they're never going to be able to go back. So Volfred's basically saying the people that we're sending back are starting a revolution to stop this whole sending people to the downside thing. And it's really effective at the end because your choices, what I didn't mention that's really cool is when you win the match, you get to choose one of your teammates to get go up to the real world, or you can choose one of the enemy. Like, you can let them win. Yeah. So if there's someone on the enemy team that you're like, man, I really feel for this guy. I feel for this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's been down here for so long. It's like, I could let him win. Yeah. And they can send and him up. And they can go, yeah. You know, so. And, and it's all those, those It's really cool. I think Pyre is an those... amazing, amazing game, and yeah. I think it should be up here. So, what we're going to do now, or what I'm saying, I want to put this at number one now. Yeah. And then as we get down to it, we can start moving. Cool. Moving uh, this around a little bit. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, let's talk about Night in the Woods. All right. Do we think that Night in the Woods is going to be at the back half of this? Do we think it's going to be at the front I half of this? I love Night in the Woods. Now, I just... See, so everything I have to say about Night in the Woods, I just beat this game. I just played this game. Yeah. I, I just... Um, a week ago, I... And I haven't played it since February when it came out. Okay. So, uh, so everything for me is extremely yeah. fresh. And so the emotions your from it you're, you're very, really, really fresh. Yeah, it's a very I'm very, very, game. very happy about this game. Um, uh, again, it's another game that I missed. <coughs> I remember you telling me about it when it came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And I finally just got to it. Um, it's no action, no combat, just story. You're, it's like very light platforming. Yeah. Um, you're, it's all animal creatures. Um, and you're this cat named May. And you come back from college. It's all, it's animal creatures, but it's all very serious human Yeah, they're supposed to be taken as like humans. Or things. Just, so just... you're this cat um, named May and you come back from college and nobody knows... <clears throat> Why? Nobody understands. Like, you go to college, and you come back, and everybody's like, oh, you're back. Like, what are you doing here? Your parents are like, hey, you know, is everything okay? Like, what's going on? Um, well, your parents are kind of like, it seems like they're kind of dancing around the issue a little yeah. bit. Like, you, they'll constantly be like, 
hey, are you all right? Yeah, you yeah, doing yeah. okay? Like sort of thing. So you're like wondering what the hell happened. Yeah. And your friends are all like, whoa, you're back. What's up? And she, May is just kind of like, yeah, didn't really like college. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. You meet up with all your childhood friends. And again, very much like uh, Hellblade, it deals with mental illness and it deals with sadness and depression. And um, Yeah, well, what happens in Night in the Woods as you, as you go along, you're, you're going through a story and... Um, you know, you're talking with your friends, and it starts to come out that, like, all right, it's obvious that something happened to May in college. You don't know really what it is, um, <clears throat> but she she talks about like seeing a therapist right. and like stuff like that. And so you're like, well, I wonder what's going on with her. You end up like the big reveal. You find out that she, like, basically she has like a dissociative disorder where she yeah. like doesn't. She can get into this mode where she doesn't like see people as people so right. much, you know. What I mean, into, like polygon shapes and yeah. So she has like a very uh, complex like dissociative disorder, and she ended up like bludgeoning somebody right. pretty much right, right, right. Uh, while she was at college, and they kicked her out. Um, <clears throat> you know that comes out in like a heated moment where like well, and that's the thing too. And then you find out about her friends too, and 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 about all their, the struggles that they've been struggles, going through. Yeah, yeah. like bees. Was it her mom? Her mom passed away. Yeah, B's mom died. Um, and she, all she wanted to do was go to college. And all she, instead she had to like kind of be... The, running the family store, taking care of her dad. Store, yeah. And she's depressed. She yeah. can't get out of this town. So it takes place in like a Rust Belt, like old, like rundown town. It's uh, like a miner's town. Yeah, well, it was there was a factory there that had shut down and it basically ruined the whole town. Right, right, so right. everybody's like unemployed or struggling and it's... It's a really good, like, human story that, like, you know, it's, it's funny as human. And then there's some, like, weird stuff, too, where there's, like... This... Yeah, we'll talk about that. There's, okay, there's yeah. like... This group of, like, fascist... Uh, well, like, you're adults. kind of... You're, you're seeing that some weird stuff is going on throughout the game, and you're kind of being like, okay, like, why is there a, a severed hand here? All right, why is there this... Like, you're kind of figuring out that yeah, something weird is going Kids are going missing. Going kids are going missing. Your friend from back in, like, high school or something is missing yeah. and so may is like what's going on here like let's try to figure it out you know finding out that they're like a cult yeah that are like sacrificing children underneath in these mines yeah it's weird because it's really weird but it, it's it's but it's trying to tell the story of like hey these people are, are doing anything to try to keep their lives afloat you know so it's like these are kind of normal people in their day-to-day -day lives that are in this cult taking children and throwing them into the depths of this mine because they like hear voices that tell them that you know in order for this world in order for this town to right stay they're, they're trying to hold this town possibly yeah. Springs, I think it's called they're trying to keep the town together yeah, so exactly. they think the only way to do that is oh well this kid's a menace to society so we're just gonna kill yeah them. they try to get rid of like homeless people and <laughs> yeah, menaces and stuff like that um it's, and it's messed up all the while may is having these crazy dreams that you're going into and they start to get more and more unhinged they were like she meets god and yeah. like and it, it's it's so it's really and the writing is so fantastic it is it is the best dialogue i've ever seen in a game so good and i'm like hands down it is like the way the characters are written are more believable than I've ever seen in a game. Yeah, Usually it's like, it's like they're an alligator and a dog and a, and a cat. That's but, what's so yeah, funny yeah. about it. It's like these are all animals, but it's like they are written as real people better. Like the back and forth between is so realistic. Yeah. It's like very believable where you're like, 
you know, the, the way, like, she interacts with her parents, the way she interacts with her friends. Greg is, like, one of my favorite characters ever. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. But, like, all of your friends, you realize, like, everyone has their issues, you know? Yeah. So you're kind of learning everyone's issues. You know, Greg is, like, freaked out by by his own world. Like, he, he kind of always wants to be a kid, and he knows he's getting older, yeah, and he, yeah. like, needs to figure his life out. And he, his boyfriend, Angus... Right. Is like trying to be all adult about everything. What what was the realization? There, there was something that you well, the whole thing out. is is that Greg loves Angus so much, and like Greg doesn't feel like he's worthy of uh, yeah. of Angus. So he just Angus, does crazy stuff. Right. Angus is so perfect. Angus, you know, Angus is a nice guy, and he does all these things, and he's just like, wow, my boyfriend's amazing. Why is he with me? One day he's gonna realize that. Yeah. He could do so much better than me, and and he's and he's grappling with that, and that's why he does all these crazy things. And Angus is like, I just want you to like. <laughs> I just want you to be happy, man. Yeah, right? like, I don't know what's it's, going on. It's it's and it's so human too, and there's so many touching moments. And all that, that whole game deals with so many different like real issues. Like, yeah. it's really amazing. I think. Um, I we should also say it's also punctuated by little mini games that are really funny and fun. And this game definitely has that dichotomy of like hilarious hilarious one minute and like but in a realistic way like you'll have greg be like something really serious will happen or like someone dies and, uh, and then greg will like make a joke <laughs> yeah. and everyone will laugh and someone will be like that wasn't really a good time yeah, for that exactly. but it's so real it, you know what i mean like it's not it's not the melodrama that like a lot of these teenage you know things become no, it's like how it goes when it's you're real. with your friends yeah, yeah exactly you know like, like I mean? may will you know at the end of the game and and you know these they find these you yeah, know, they end up. Yeah, of uh, um, these these you know <coughs> fascist uh, you know just very very bad people killing these 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 kids um, over over time. I, I don't know if I should really spoil it, but you know they they take. Well, you've definitely spoiled it quite a bit. Uh, sure. Spoiled. The cult the cult ends up getting uh, wiped out uh, through turn of events. Yeah, and. Um, and like it's just like the way it's like wow that was crazy and then like yeah like Greg would say something like alright let's go get pizza or like yeah. you know just but like but it's like wow that was weird and it's like yeah we just killed like 30 people yeah and yeah. then Greg's like yeah let's go you want to do band practice <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? it's like that like you know? it's just very realistic yeah. and cool um, and I do like the little mini games they're pretty fun you can play those like a Guitar Hero one kind yeah, of where like you're do, in the band and but you it's to... really funny and like it, it gives you good like characterization for <laughs> well, like you're, you're Maze a bass player and mm-hmm. like you get this you know oh we just wrote this new song right so let's play and they play it and like it gets really tough at one point and then when it's over Greg's like that really sucked and May's just like yeah, I didn't even know that song like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I never, like, I never yeah, played that before in my life you know <laughs> yeah a lot of good that game I, I, for me I think this is like a top 5 game for me I love that I, I really did I think this one's way up there was, let's, let's move it up we're gonna put it like just in the mix with these top guys just, right now it is it's beautiful you know, and like, we'll uh, we'll figure it yeah. out from there we all um, have we all have issues and as long as you're there for your friends and you care about each other it's just here's your hallmark moment for right. a band <laughs> Take a drink. Oh, man. All right. Um, So the issue that we're running into is a lot of these games are incredible, and I want... Like, they all made the top ten, so we're happy, but we need to figure out which ones are our favorites and which ones we're going to put above the rest. Okay. Um, Me personally, I think... Hellblade is good at the back end of it because I, I personally don't even. And you I'm know, okay. I know with that. We I'm, about I'm so it. happy that Hellblade's uh, even top ten. I really, really think it's a special game, and for anybody that's that's I interested, think it's, yeah. um, the way it deals with mental illness, um, 
you know, I I love Sonoa and I, I my heart breaks for her. And, and I think it's and you a, really care about it's her. It's a good I number ten a, for for what we're doing I right now. I think it's a great character. I think it should be there. I think it's a special game. Um, so I'd fight for that. So I'm glad that it's I'm glad that it's top ten because <coughs> I, I do think it's it's 100 worthy of that. All right, let's talk about Persona Five. Oh man, Persona, Persona Five is your first Persona game, right? First Persona. I didn't play. I know you love Persona Four. That was not one I. I adore Persona Four. I think this game should be top five. Persona yeah. Five, just everything, everything about it. Again, talk. We talked about, you know, like last week or the week before about games being complex and having a range of emotions. There's so much in Persona Five. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let me give, before we dive into that sort of stuff, I want to give a brief description. We haven't talked about Persona 5 yet. It's a turn-based JRPG um, where you play as a kid in high school. Um, all the Persona games are high school kid, something happens in the world, you end up fighting stuff with your friends. That's the idea. It's a JRPG, it's turn-based, so you, you have a guy that has electricity ability, you have a guy that has fire ability, a girl, you know, such and such. So you have all these different elements that are strong and weak against other elements. Uh, it's kind of the Pokemon system. But the reason that we love this game is not because of the combat, it's because of the story behind it. Uh, I know you're, there's, a, there's a theme here. <laughs> uh, we like stories and games. So, uh, But Persona, that's kind of the cliff notes of what kind of game it is. Um, but well, then, it's also like a life simulator. We're like, oh, I got a test today. I'm sorry, I can't fight bad guys because I yes. got to study. It's a juggling a act. Yeah. It's a juggling act between what you want to do after school. Right. So oh, after school, out? it's like, ah, hey, your, your go good work. friend wants to hang out, and it's like, you can spend time with them and build your relationship with them, which has benefits, or you can work your side job to get money, right. which has benefits, or you can go into this other world and fight, which also has benefits. It, it's all juggling so, that. That's the uh, that's the baseline of Persona. That's what Persona Four was. That's what Persona Five is. But explain to me why you like Persona Five so much. Um, I just think as a game. <coughs> now here's the thing. Out of all the games on here, I did not beat Persona Five because Persona Five is a freaking long game. I I, I haven't beaten either. I I put in about forty five hours. Yeah, it's like probably like the whole game itself is probably like hundred hours, like hundred yeah. you know twenty. It's it, wild. There's just so much in it. Um, I freaking love it though. It, it, why I loved it, and, and I think we've talked about this before, why, you know, I know you like Persona 4 more. This is the first time I ever played a game like this, where it was like a simulator and an RPG, and I love JRPGs. Mm. Um, I love JRPGs so much, I, I, I eat them up with a spoon. And the whole, adding the whole life simulator on top of that, mm. you know, the whole, it just felt very human, very real, where, oh crap, you know, I got a test tomorrow. I uh, should really like study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know we gotta change this person's heart because they're doing these bad things, and it's like, crap. Like that's really important, and you know, and just sort of that. Yeah. I like decision-based games. I like where my decisions will have effects, mm-hmm. and like I like Persona Five for the moments where I'm sitting there, like for like ten minutes, I'm like, well, what do I do? What you mm-hmm. know, weighing the pros and cons, and I think that's why it's so special. Are there any specific moments, story-wise, that you want to talk about? Because again, we spoil everything, and this is your time to get it out. Yeah, because I just love the characters, and I think all the characters are extremely relatable. I love Ryuji. Ryuji's one of my all-time favorite video game characters. He's uh, your main character's pretty much best friend. Best friend yeah. He's um, he's very he reminds me a lot of Greg in Night of the Woods. Like yeah. he's kind of iconoclastic. Um, you know, you know. You know, Frig Authority, I'm going to do whatever I want. 
Um, I just think he's a really relatable guy. And as you get into his story and, and why he's the way he is <laughs> and his own insecurities, and I like that. I like when when you play games or movies mm-hmm. and you really relate where you, you see something and you just go, well, you know what? I, I totally relate to that. It's the same thing with Night in the Woods or, or Hellblade yeah. where it's just like, oh, wow, like I I I empathize. I, I, I know where that's 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 coming from. So here, here's my thing with Persona 5. I think it's a great game. It deserves to be on this top 10 list. <clears throat> I think as we start to get into... As we start to get a little more mature in in video games themselves, I think we're seeing examples of more complex stories as far as the characters. I think Persona 5 skates a line <laughs> where it has a little bit of like... Like some of the themes it goes with are a little like, eh, like you know some of the like s- difference between the like, female sex and the male sex and stuff like that, a little like cringy. Like we're like, oh, I don't know if that's okay to do. Like it's it, because it is Japanese and they sometimes hold on to some weird things. I think comparing uh, Night in the Woods to something like that, Agreed. I think Agreed. Night in the Woods is a obviously it's different. This is like super anime, like right, right, right. Have you fun, like, yeah. I saw my sister loves this game. Hi, Noel again. When, you know, when you t- I said, hey, Noel, you like RPGs? Yeah. Hey, you like anime? Yeah. You're going to love this game. And, yeah. and, that's, and, that's, and, that's and it's a it fantastic is. game. Like I said, Persona 4 is one of my favorite games ever. I think looking back on it, what I wanted Persona 5 to do was to take <laughs> what we loved about Persona 4 and make it a little more adult. And, and there, when you say adult, like... There are themes in here that only adults should deal with because it's it's like a mature thing, yeah. like you know certain like teachers like having sex with students, right, like sort of right, thing. Right, like yeah. there's definitely bad stuff in it, but I'm saying mature, like adult, as in like the complexity of these characters. Yeah, and I just don't think Persona Five has that. That's personally, I think there's a lot of of good in it, and I love the game. I don't think it hangs up here with these guys. Looking at the other games and the other games that I played, yeah. Um, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm actually, if we're gonna make a concrete list, I'm kind of fine these being yeah. there. Um, I, I and now I'm gonna also say something that should join that list is Horizon Zero Dawn. Really? Okay. Uh, Horizon is a great game, and it has a really so yeah. Again, I keep forgetting to do it right off the bat, but quick run through of what the game is. It's a third person action game. Um, you're this. A uh, woman, Aloy, who basically she has a bow and arrow and she has a spear, and you're fighting these giant robots that are shaped like dinosaurs or animals or stuff like that. And we'll talk story stuff. Obviously, I just want to give you a brief yeah. overview. It's a third person behind the back camera. Uh, you're fighting these robots. You can do stealth. You can do, you know, you can go guns blazing with your bow. Or you can take over machines. Yeah, you can override machines to make them fight on your side. Um, a lot of cool gameplay stuff. Uh, but to talk about the good stuff about it is I really like the world. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good sci-fi setup. Like, it's a good story. Oh, my gosh. Of Amazing. Basically, what happens is Earth, the, the, if I'm getting this right, again, I haven't played this since February, so I might need your help with a little bit of it. This but, actually, I, I played this when this came out, and that was yeah. quite some time So what I'm, what I'm remembering is it's basically Earth has machines doing labor for it, right? Right, right, right. So, these, you know, classic sci-fi, 
the corporations have these machines that are mining, doing labor, doing right. whatever, and someone puts a code in there. It's actually Aloy. It turns out to be Aloy's uh, relative, right? She puts some sort of line of code that makes them a little too sentient or something, and they end up trying to take over the world. That's the whole idea. Because not only are they doing labor and stuff, they start building them as armies, pretty right. much. So mm -hmm. they make weaponized <laughs> versions of these robots. Uh, originally, the robots were like, hey, here's something that looks like uh, in a deer and it like you know drills into the ground with its nose or something you know what I mean like there you can see the design of all these robots that are basically trying to do things that are beneficial to society and then you know what happens as always is corporate greed right you know different like you know you monetize the military and you know bad things happen so basically the world gets taken over by the machines and certain people go underground and they're saved by being underground, right? That's the whole concept of the game. Um, and then they have to start again. Yes. So the whole idea is Aloy's trying to get the world back to... Because what's happening on the outside world uh, above is, hey, everything's being overgrown. It's being run by nature. But nature's not nature. It's robots. Right. So it's, it's an interesting premise. It yeah, really, it's really interesting, really and it does some really cool stuff with the, those tropes, where like you have this whole AI core that it, the whole idea was shut it down and then regrow and restart. Uh, but there are issues there that Aloy's trying to solve. Um, I think the game is really good. I think this would have been any maybe any other year. This would have been my number one any other year. It is very good. It would not have been my number one. I'm not as high on this game as you are, I think, because I really was not a big. F the combat was good. As the game went on, I kind of got tired of it. Like some of those That's fights fair. are very protracted and long. Yeah, I did feel it. It was very smooth though, and I did enjoy. It was it. well made. Kind of had for me like that sort of like Batman Arkham kind of vibe. Where I, oh, I, I like yeah. that. Where I, I didn't care how many enemies were there. I was just like, oh, this is sick. I'm like a hundred yeah. feet away. I for me, it just you know, didn't it, click. It did. It really didn't click. I, I think this one hangs at the bottom. As I do well. think it's top ten. And and well, so, yeah. I mean, I'm glad we have a top ten. It's a great game, but. I, think I do think it, I would say though I think it's a very very special game and I, I think um, you know I, it's super well made it's beautiful that's it it's beautiful and I just I love I think it, the it, premise of it is such a I just think it's a very very cool premise I think it's it a is. really cool thing. I love it I think it's a great sci-fi story I think it falters in its characterization a lot I don't think it develops a lot of its main characters very well. I think Aloy is a very good character. I think she's amazing, yeah. I think some of the side characters are kind of blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I do think that... Even the side quests and stuff, not great. No, I don't main think story great. all the way. I, you know. I, I would say this is... I'm glad it's top 10. I would put it below Persona 5, personally. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think I Persona, okay 5, Persona 5 is a good number You know what's interesting? This came out, what, February? This came out, like, April? Yeah. When, those, when these two when, games when you came out, at, I was like, these are going to be top five yeah. games of the year. No, when you look at the, at the at our top ten, Breath of the Wild, March. Oh, my God, I know. Near March. Yeah, crazy. Persona 5, April. April. Horizon, February. February. Yeah. Night in the Woods, February. Yeah. That's insane. That is insane. The early part of this year was absolutely nuts. Yeah. A lot, right. of money. A lot of so money. So we're trying to sure. we're trying to lock in some stuff. Okay. Um, so I'm okay with that. I'm 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 happy with that. Let's let's just you know we're gonna put we're obviously gonna change this, but I just want to make a quick list of where we're at right now. Yeah. 
1 to 10, okay? So we have Pyre number 1 right now, Super Mario Odyssey 2, Night in the Woods 3, Cuphead 4, Breath of the Wild 5, Nier Automata 6, Wolfenstein 2 7, Persona 5 8, Horizon Zero Dawn 9, Hellblade 10. Cool. So what do we think cool. so should... I'm fine that being uh, 8, 9, 10. Okay. I'm good with that for now. We'll, we'll see if anything changes, but I'm good. I'm good with that. The for way now. that it is now, I would say I think, I would say the next one in that list, I would say is Cuphead. Now, Cuphead is a game I also uh, share an affinity for. Um, I know you were mad stoked about this game. It's incredible, mad stoked. Huh? <laughs> I'm I'm just coming out with them today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, uh, I will say <laughs> Cuphead is an incredible game it is a as far as gameplay it is a near perfect game and it has one of the coolest art styles i've ever seen in my life one of the most unique things ever yeah if you have no idea what this game is go check it out Just it's like a google images cuphead it's a, it's like a 30s cartoon it's a 2d side-scrolling platformer but it's mostly boss fights mm -hmm. so you're basically on this little overworld you're going into these worlds and you're fighting a boss and basically you, you get to choose your different loadouts of different weapons. It's like a straight shot. You can do a charge shot, a lobber. Like you get to buy all these different things. But the main thrust of this game is, hey, I'm Cuphead. I'm going to defeat these bosses. So you're shooting all the, They don't have a visible health bar, but you're shooting them until they go into a different phase. Right. You know, it's very old school, like NES style. Yeah, it's like Mega Man meets Contra. Yeah, it reminds meets... me of Contra a lot, actually. Well, especially the running gun where you're running up the hills <laughs> yeah. and that's very Contra. But... The gameplay of this game, the jumping, the shooting, the dodging, it is so much fun to play. Yeah. And it is so good. I, it, one thing I will say, and it's going to spoil it for you, Dan, I'm sorry, and everyone out there, but this is a game of the year. We spoil everything here. Uh, my favorite part <laughs> of this game. So first of all, the music is great. It's like a 30s cartoon. It's it's, uh, Max Max Flesher, who's the guy that did yeah. all the Popeye and the Betty Boops. And is it Flesher? Yeah, I think it's Flesher. Flesher. All right. Anyway, anyway, it's really we're cool. We're not cartoon historians. The art but style with the music, it has such a good tone yeah, and theme. Like I Disney love cool, yeah. the way this looks. But there are a few tracks in there that have vocal tracks too. And when you first get to King Dice, his name is, he basically controls the portal from one island to the other. And you go in there, and it, this song breaks out, and it is so good. <laughs> it's like snapping, like 30 stuff. And it, but it, no, it's this guy that's like, oh, Mr. King Dice. It's so good. I absolutely love it. But my favorite moment in the game is there's a boss rush right before the final fight against the devil. Oh, like a Mega Man thing, yeah. But the boss rush is you're in a casino with King Dice, and there's all these different things that, like, it's basically like you hit a die, it's either a one, two, or three. And there's basically like 12 different things you have to do to get to the end. But it's like, there's a fight, a fight, a free space, a fight plus a heart, a fight, a free space, a fight, a free space. And you can try to hit the die at the right time, but you're ending up fighting these guys and your health carries over. So you're fighting all these different bosses that are unique to this one mode. They're not throughout the game. Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow. This one boss rush. Some people say that it was the most frustrating part because it was so hard, but I enjoyed every Cuphead second. You beat all the way through? Yeah, I beat it. Oh, okay. I enjoyed every second of it. This game is super hard, if anybody out there is not sure. It is incredibly hard. <laughs> it's tough. But 
the the boss rush all the bosses are unique to this mode so i was like purposefully dying and going and trying to get a two to get this boss to see what it was it was so cool so when you get through the boss rush you're like all right i did it i'm at finish and then all of a sudden king dice is like and he goes like this and you fight king dice on this craps table that you've been hitting the die on to get these different things to cool, move cool. all of a sudden he's fighting you there and it's incredible <laughs> that's awesome i loved it uh definitely took a while to get through but i really enjoyed every second of it cuphead definitely incredible game i'm glad it's top 10 i think it's a nice number seven what i think, think cuphead when i think of cuphead like yeah. the reasons i like cuphead is also the same reasons like horizon zero dawn i just like the the novelty of it and i like mm. the uniqueness of it yeah um I, I think, you know, what it did is just something completely new. Mm-hmm. I think Horizon Zero Dawn, same sort of, like, that whole premise is just like, wow, I never, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, so I think those two, I see them by each other. Because okay. I like them for do the you, same Do reasons. you think Persona should be seven instead of eight over Cuphead? Or do you think it's a good eight and Cuphead should be seven? Honestly, I'm fine with them either way. I did like Persona more, but I played more of Persona. Yeah. Um, but then again... I like. Let's put Cuphead at seven now, and yeah, then we'll. we'll okay if we want to rearrange, we can rearrange. Honestly, I the way that it is now, I could interchange any of them, and it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't, wouldn't bother me. I do feel like I'm okay with. I I don't think Cuphead's top five. I think it's on the cusp, though. Yeah, I think it's, I think, I think it's nice. I there. think compared to these games. Yeah, these, these are all. I mean, our top five is going to be ridiculous. It's insane. So. Okay. So right now we're yeah. talking between Pyre, Mario Odyssey, Nine in the Woods, Breath of the Wild, Nier Automata, and Wolfenstein. Yeah. Let's, let's dig into Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein. Because I want to talk about some of the amazing moments in this game, and we finally get to do spoiler, yeah, you know, spoiler discussion of Wolfenstein. So brief synopsis before we get into it. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, it's the sequel to The New Order. Um... <laughs> First person shooter, you're BJ Blazkowicz, uh, you're fighting Nazis. That's the basic premise. What's awesome about it is it has some moments, man. This game has some crazy ass moments. <laughs> so it starts out, I want to talk about the opening. Starts out, you're BJ as a kid, and you're basically, you get to see your mom and dad, and you live in this shitty little house in Mesquite, yeah. Texas. And your mom walks in, and she's, like, talking to you about something. And your dad busts in, and she's like, go hide in the closet yeah, like before yeah. he busts in. So you're hiding in the closet while your dad basically is being a complete piece of shit to yeah, your mom. Yeah. Hitting her, talking to her like she's an asshole. Like, basically making racist remarks, yeah. like, anti-Semitic remarks, sexist remarks, like being yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, he's your asshole, dad. Yeah. So it goes through this whole scene of, of everything going on. And then it jumps ahead, and you're back to being BJ. Um, well, I mean, and then you just like, yeah, the dad is a piece of crap. Yeah, like real this terrible dude making you shoot your own dog. Like this guy. Well, that's that's a little later, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Right I think it's right in the beginning. I mean, yeah. So that he puts you. He, he wants you to show you a lesson, I guess. So he he, is, he gives you a gun, and he makes you know you're aiming at the dog, and you know I obviously pulled away, and. You shoot in the air, and he like hits you. He's like, "You fucking idiot! I'll have to do it myself." Yeah. And he grabs a gun yeah, and shoots no. your dog. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, and then it jumps in, so it's kind of giving you a look into like what made BJ. Right, why he's this. the way he is. His dad was such yeah, a yeah. He's he's such like a an super, evil, he, racist, anti-Semitic, sexist, yeah, terrible human being. So BJ is you know for those of you that didn't play the New Order, he's basically like totally detached, 
from emotion really he's killing all these nazis like he's a killing machine and so you're you kind of get to look into like why he is the way he right, is yeah um so you're playing through the game uh you get this cool cast of characters i basically my whole what i want to do here is talk about the best moments yeah so we're gonna skip we're not doing a run through the whole story but i want to talk about there's a section of game it's probably about two hours and it runs from when you're in roswell on the main street usa to the whole thing with the <laughs> from there to there oh my goodness it's like one of the best stretches of game ever it's it's that good you basically start so the, the beginning of this section that we're talking about you're BJ, you're dressed up as a firefighter. You go to Roswell, New Mexico because there's some base that you want to blow up. So in your like fake fire extinguisher, you have a, bomb. You have a nuke in this fire extinguisher. So you're walking through, it, it really is like Main Street USA where it's like, <clears throat> you're walking through and you're like seeing. It's terrifying. It's you're terrifying just, because it's brightly lit. You know, all this like. stickers all over the place. Yeah. It was, it's really like 1950s. It looks it like, like American Graffiti, but like but the diners. But and, it's 1961, I think, yeah, technically. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, like a, it's like frozen in time from the late 40s, early 50s. Yeah. And it's like diner sign, like you said. All these like little shops. And there's Nazis walking around. And there's KKK yeah, members. people in the hoods and everything. It's Because it's guess scary. what? I mean, who, you know, who's going to be happy that the Nazis take yeah, over is yeah, the Ku Klux Klan yeah. and pieces of shit like that. Yeah. So these guys... You're walking around, you're like, holy shit, look at all this. It's you're scary, hearing, like, yeah. little conversations yeah. that are, like, disturbing. It's crazy. So, basically, from there, you blow up the, the place in Roswell. And uh, this character, Super Spech, is, is his name. He's, like, this really cool character that's, like, <coughs> a fucking Marxist, like, you know, basically, it, it does a lot of cool stuff with, uh, with politics that's really fun. And he's, like, a crazy conspiracy theorist, Marxist, who is like married to this black like black panther pretty much and uh so he he's kind of you get a sense into what he's all about during the roswell right. section and then what happens is after roswell you go back to mesquite to your hometown your your house yeah. and when you go to your house it starts out with this moment of you bj as a kid now he's maybe like eight ten yeah. something like that and he's with this little black girl mm -hmm. and they're hanging out having fun whatever She's talking to him about, you know, why people are mean to her at school, like stuff like that. And uh, it, it goes through a couple quick flashes of BJ and this girl, Billy. Right. Um, basically going back and forth, different things. There's this one really powerful scene where he has this rat. It was a rat. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And he throws it into a bucket of water. And the little girl, Billy, is like, no, stop. Yeah, like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. You're killing him. You're killing him. And BJ's like, I don't care. Like, he has a shitty dad like who, who like encourages this kind of stuff. So he's like, what do you mean? I don't get it. She's like, stop. You're killing him. And he, he's like holding her back a little bit. And finally, he like kicks it over. And she runs over. She's like, is it dead? Is it dead? And it like breathes and yeah. runs off. And it's really powerful because it's kind of giving us like, it's, she's helping BJ become like a human being right. rather than being a monster like, yeah. like his dad. And it's a really cool sequence where you're like, man, like this is really... It's powerful. It, yeah, it really, but really th is. That's what this game is so good at. Those and we're gonna we're gonna finish up this this section, and then we'll talk a little bit more broadly about it. But right from there, you find your dad in the house, 
and it goes through. So it, it, it takes you from this moment with this girl, Billy. Then you're exploring the house. You're finding little snippets, notes from your dad to other people. You can tell he's obviously a, a fan of the Nazis and he like wants to be on their side. And, you know, of course he does. Like, that's the easiest thing ever. And you're starting to realize, like, uh, I think something bad might happen to your mom. <laughs> so it has this moment where you cut it cuts to billy as a kid again pj as a kid and he is saying there's a monster in the basement and the mom is like no there's no monster in the basement you know like you know there's not and then the dad walks in and you're like oh shit this guy again this guy's a piece of shit and he's like what's going on and bj's like uh nothing like he's scared to tell him and he tells him like you know i'm scared i think there's a monster in the basement and his dad's like there's no monster in the basement you know that but he's trying to tell him and he's like, I don't know, I'm scared. So he's like, all right, he gives him a like a rifle. I don't. Is it a BB gun or a rifle? Oh, I, I don't remember. B, it's it's either like a, a very simple rifle or a BB gun. And he's like, all right, we're gonna go downstairs. We're gonna kill that monster. All right. And he's like, okay. And it's a really like actually, it's the one time you see his dad like. Okay, he's actually like being a father. This is weird. So they run downstairs. There's no monster, of course, and they're like kind of laughing and they're like, oh, like it's a nice little family moment. And then you see BJ laying in bed with like the gun like at his side, and you're like, oh, his dad really is a monster. <laughs> like even when he's being good, he's being a fucking monster. Yeah. You know, teaching his son about like how he should always have this gun with him and stuff. It's like, uh. So immediately it cuts to his dad, present day, being in the house, basically with a gun pointed at him, and he's like, you know, why would you come back here? Blah blah. blah. He's like, you're a piece of shit. You're all over the news. Like you're the terror Billy that everyone's talking about, that the Nazis are afraid of. And uh, so your dad basically goes after you, and you, boom, hit him with your axe. He's down, you know, bleeding out, and uh, you realize the phone's off the hook. He called, yeah, you know, Frau Engel, who's the main enemy in yeah. this game, the main monster of a Nazi, and she. Uh, she comes in. There's this whole cool moment where they pick up the house. Right, and you're running as the house is... Yeah, is you're running falling. down, like, the side of the wall because it's now the house is sideways. It's a really, really cool moment. And then what ends up happening is Frau Engel captures you. This is... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and yeah. what she does... What I want to do real quick to introduce you to Frau Engel is in the beginning of the game, what we didn't touch on, is one of your main, like, teammates in the first game, Caroline, she... In the very beginning of the game, you, Caroline, and Wyatt, or uh, Fergus, whoever you chose, the three of you are captured by Frau Engel, and Frau Engel literally chops off Caroline's head right in front of you. And this is like one of your main companions in the first game. She's like a huge character, and she takes her head and is like, oh, you want to say hi? Yeah. And goes to her daughter, who like she's like shaming because she like has lesbian thoughts, I guess. And she's like, oh... I know what you want. I read your diary, and she like puts the head in like yeah, her yeah. crotch, and it's like, man, yeah, like she's just evil. She's, she's terrible. Just, yeah, she's just... But it's such a good introduction to this. Talk character. about bad parents in this game. Yeah, bad parents all around. Uh, but then, so now to jump back to what I was saying, BJ's captured, and Frau Engel basically has him captured, and she's like saying, "I'm gonna parade you around. Uh, I'm gonna on live TV. Everyone's gonna see. Like whatever." So you're sitting there, you're in shackles. Yeah, like in this court, like in this, like... Well, even before oh, that. before that, okay. You're in, you're in this, like, interrogation room, pretty much. You're chained up, and Super Special walks in. Right, right, right. And he's like, he's like, hey. He, he, like, says some stuff out loud so that they hear him. And he's like, we're going to get you out of here. Like, we have, 
you know, your your wife, Anya, who, like, is your wife who's pregnant. We have her in the basement with a car ready to go. You know, we're all here. We're going to rescue you. And you're like, all right, good. I'm going to get rescued. And Super Special is all excited. And he's like, all right, I'm done here. Like, come on in. And the Nazi guy walks in. And Super Special, like, breaks his nose, like, to try to be like, oh, he attacked me. And the Nazi walks in. And when Super Special is, like, getting ready to attack him, he gets shot in the head. Yeah. Killed. He's dead. And they're all laughing, like Frangle's like cracking up. She's like, oh. she's like, what an idiot! She thinks I would let a lawyer. He thinks I would let a lawyer in to see you. Like you're terribility. We don't give a shit. We're not giving you a lawyer. And they're like, oh shit! Like I'm screwed. What am I gonna do? So one of your best friends dies right there. Then you get out into the courtyard, and it's a really cool scene. You're in Washington. You see what is it? The Washington Monument's in the background yeah, or something? Yeah, but it's Hitler. No, it's Lincoln Monument. But it's oh, it's the Lincoln Monument, but, but it's, it's Hitler, Hitler sitting. And on you're, there. you're 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 there on display in this it's it's like so weird to see all these like all this nazi memorabilia all these people cheering for you to die in the crowd so you're like thinking all right i'm gonna break out of this i'm sure and uh basically she swings chops your head off you're like what the well did you just get the part where you're in the courtroom oh the courtroom you're talking about yes i'm sorry i forgot the courtroom part so you're in the courtroom before this. This is, you know, before anything happens. You're in the courtroom and they're trying you and they're like, all right, we sentence you to death. And you're like, I can do anything I want. Yeah, so BJ, of breaks course, out of the chains. breaks out of the chains, runs out, starts Just killing everybody. everybody. And it's like, yeah, this is awesome. You go into this room, your mom's there. And he sees his mom and he's like, I don't want to do this. I'm tired. I just, yeah. I, I, and she's like, it's okay. It'll be over soon, like sort of thing. And then snap, you're in the courtroom and none of that ever beginning. happened. Yeah. So it's, it's such a good sequence of like, hey, I'm, I'm going to get out of I'm this. I'm an action hero. No one can stop like, me. No, you're not. But it was all a daydream. And then it happens again with the super special thing. All right, we're going to get out of this. No, you're not. Then you get the head chopped off. Frangle chops off your head on live TV. And you're like... It's over. It's over. Can't get out of this. I was wondering, like, in my head, I'm like, are we now going to be Anya or something? Like, what's, what's going to yeah. happen? And sure enough, your whole like team of scientists like grabs your head, <laughs> like captures it, head reattaches it. Yeah. It's a whole thing. But I just wanted to give you that context of that sequence of events. They're so powerful, and they totally underline what makes this story great. Yeah. Because the minute-to-minute gameplay in Wolfenstein not much fun. It, it's a it's a well-made game, and the shooting is good, but the difficulty spikes are too much. And so I and encourage the combat's just too anybody that wants to, to play Wolfenstein Two. Uh, put it on the easiest difficulty, easiest difficulty and just have fun because the story is why you're there. The shooting is fun on the easiest difficulty, but if you try it on any harder, there's it's even just times not fun. on the easiest difficulty because that's why I started. I'm like Where it's just medium. you're dying, and it's then, too hard. Like, I, I moved the difficulty down because you can do that. You can pause and you can yeah. change. I went to the easiest, and there's moments where I'm still like, why am I dying? Like, yeah. how am I still? It, it's it, rough. It's, it's really rough sometimes. But it's an incredible game. One more moment I want to touch on is the Hitler moment. Oh my goodness. You get to punch, you get to kick Hitler in the face. You literally, you, you, so BJ dresses up as like this famous actor to try to, <laughs> you know, this whole scheme about trying to get on, what is it, Venus? Yeah, uh, or yeah, some planet. I think it's Venus. Uh, you're trying to get on this base the where they're shooting a movie because you know that's where like their head of everything is. So you're, you go to Venus. And you're sitting down. This is one of my favorite moments of the year. You sit down and you have to like try to memorize your lines. So you're reading the lines and BJ's like writing them on his hand, right? So like, all right, the director's here. We're going to do lines. And uh, so basically, BJ, it's BJ's turn. 
the director walks in, it's Hitler. It's Hitler. And he's like all decrepit, it's like throwing coughing, up throwing yeah. up, like a piece of shit, like terrible. Yeah. And so they kind of rotate between making him look like an idiot because, uh, you know, who wouldn't love to make Hitler look like a piece of shit to also making him be kind of scary and just killing people for yeah, no just reason. Shoot. Oh, you're yeah. t- acting is terrible. Yeah. So it's time for you to read your lines and BJ looks at his hands and they're all like sweated off and you can't see him. He's like, oh shit. So you have to choose your lines. <laughs> and dialogue. BJ is the worst actor ever and it's such a good moment where he's like reading you it. You Nazi bastard. Like <laughs> He's terrible. He's like, I'll kill you, you Nazi. Like he's awful. <laughs> but it's really well done how bad he is. And so Hitler's like, you're fucking terrible. Like I don't want you in this movie or whatever. And one thing that I don't know if you saw, I don't know if we talked about it. Uh, if you look at who these people are, like there's a Marlon Brando looking guy who's supposed to be Marlon Brando. And if you read the the files on these guys, there's one guy that says Ron, Ronald something. And it's like coffee stain on the last name. If you look at the back of his chair, it's Ronald Reagan. No way. Wow. Okay. It's an actor, one of the actors. And you turn off Hitler kills Ronald Reagan. That's it's just so like one funny. of the weirdest yeah. <laughs> This game is like fucking insane. Um, but yeah, so the the scene with Hitler, the line reading, it was just super well done. And then you get to, and then Hitler's laying there, and you got to act this out, and you have the opportunity to kick him. Yeah, Hitler as in you're the walking face. by, it's like right stick to kick. And then when you do that, you get shot and you die. But I did that about seven times, yeah, just, it's just to walk too by, easy, kick him in yeah. the face, and then you die. Someone, I got to do that again. Someone, someone made a joke that's like. You can tell by the trophy history if you if you want to be friends with this person or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they didn't kick Hitler as they walked away. <laughs> exactly. Then they're not I did my that friend. about seven times, just like, yeah, yeah. It was great. But, uh, yeah, that game... So let's talk about the game itself. I just wanted to say some of, the, some of my favorite moments with it. But the game itself is absolutely incredible because it totally... The story is... But it marries this serious story where anyone can die, like I said, and this really awesome political well, yeah, stuff. Well, yeah, racism and, and, yeah, and fascism. But it does and, everything and so well, but it also has a lot of human <coughs> moments, a lot of fun moments, a lot of touching moments. Yeah. There's stuff in between. You go to this... In between your missions, you go to this uh, hub, which is like a submarine, and you're basically you know, interacting with all the characters. And all the writing is so good. It's amazing. Some of the character moments, you know, seeing Max Haas become an artist yeah. and stuff and like all his paintings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so cool. This game is super special. I think it's definitely top five. No, I, I agree. And I agree. I don't and think it should be six. And just I all the characters. Too. You know, Anya saving your butt at the end. Like, yeah. that was just so cool. When she's got blood all over her and she's like... like. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird moment. That, that was a moment that I liked because it was like such a good action movie moment. But she like rips her shirt off. She's pregnant. She's got a big she's pregnant just... belly and she's covered in blood. Oh, it was so cool. I was I like, that's it. the coolest thing yeah, I've ever seen in my great. entire life. One thing I didn't love was the credits. It was the worst song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was terrible. But uh, anyway, I think Wolfenstein deserves top five, so I'm not going to put it at six. Okay. I don't know if you agree or not. I agree. I think Wolfenstein is definitely top five. Definitely I think, most I think, powerful game. So the thing for dancing around is Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, and Nier. We talked about Pyre. We talked about Night in the Woods. Now, Nier, let's talk about Nier. Well, before we do that, I want to I get a number six in. And I think one of these two games is going to be number six. Okay. But if it's between Pyre or Night in the Woods? Yeah. I love Night in the Woods more. Than Pyre. I think I do too. And Pyre was incredible. Yeah. Story-wise, gameplay-wise, everything. It's interesting. I was just uh, I was just talking to our to our buddy Scott about music and and how you know when you think of a uh, you know a song that you like, yeah, you can listen to it for three minutes or whatever, however long it is, and be like that was good. Then it's over. Next track. 
Or you listen to it and then you just think about it constantly mm -hmm. afterwards. And I did think about Pyre a lot, but Night in the Woods just touched me. Yeah. It just it had like a very I, I agree. Touching... I think Night in the Woods is, is a top five game for us. Uh, I want to say quickly about Pyre. The music empire. You, you oh, awesome. me to say, oh, yeah. holy shit! It's the so music. good. So Some good. of those vocal tracks <laughs> at the end. When you so first good. get to the top, <laughs> playing for the right. So good. And the, they're singing the two of them. So good. I was like, holy shit! It's good music. Music yeah. throughout this game. This is the best soundtrack of the year, in my opinion. I agree. That or Mary Watson. And your Nero Automata. Yeah. I think Pyre is better than all three. Okay. Honestly, but we're putting Pyre number six. That's fine. So right <laughs> now we have number six Pyre, number seven Cuphead. Number eight, Persona Five. Number nine, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number ten, Hellblade: Sound of a Sacrifice. Yep. So now we're gonna figure out our top five, and what we're gonna have to do to do this is we're gonna talk in depth about Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, and Nier Automata before we decide anything. You already heard from us about Wolfenstein and Night in the Woods, but we don't know which one's gonna be one, two, three, four, five. Fine. So let's start with Nier. You only played a few hours of Nier with me. With you. I played through the entirety of Nier. Got endings A through E. Did everything, and goddamn, this game is good. Uh, the basic concept of Nier, I'll say off the bat, is third-person action game. It's 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 a lot of combo-type action stuff, a lot like a Devil May Cry or a Bayonetta, something like that. Uh, way lighter than that, though. There's not a lot of depth to it. The combat itself is not is not the the selling point. Um, but <clears throat> you're basically this android named Two B. A lot of the stuff, so the, the reason that this game is great is because it deals with a lot of very serious, like, awesome sci-fi themes and really interesting, like, existential questions. But a lot of the stuff in the first playthrough of Nier is very on the nose. Like, literally her name is 2B. Like, 2B or not 2B. Like, are, are they sentient? Like, do they have feelings? It's like, all right, you're a little <laughs> on the nose here. But it's like, when you start getting into the depths of that game, my God, it does some stuff. So... The, off the bat, I'm going to say you're an android. You have this partner named I 9S who is also an android. You're sent to Earth, which is like an overgrown version of Earth. It's, you know, no humans live there. You're sent there to destroy all machines. That's your goal, okay? The machines that you're destroying are basically basic machines that used to, you know, be labor machines or do certain simple tasks. Uh, they weren't designed with any uh, intelligence or sentience, so you know, okay? So you go to Earth, you very quickly realize, as the machines are like yelling for help as you're killing them, you're realizing that mm, something may not be exactly how it seems. Uh, so <clears throat> that's when Nier really kicks in. Uh, the story about... So playthrough A is a pretty standard story where it's like, a, all right, this is cool sci-fi. Like you see some little bits and pieces of what makes it interesting. But as you move on through the story, you start to realize that... <clears throat> The character, the main characters, nine S and two B, are like questioning themselves. You know, we were created. How are we any different than the machines? Like that sort of stuff. Pretty run-of-the-mill sci-fi. But the stuff that's really good is as you get into the second playthrough, um, you start to learn about the machines and how they came to be and stuff. So um, you'll get little clips that basically explain the world, and it's like little. Um, they're little pieces that are basically telling you, from the machine's perspective, like what happened in the world. Um, some of my favorite moments in the game is the endings are really good. Endings C and D are great because you basically get to the top, and 9S is so deranged at this point that he's like, 
he's so detached from reality that he's just killing everything he sees. And 9S gets to, gets to the end, and he ends up fighting this other main character, A2, and you're having a big fight, and you get to choose who to play as, either A2 or 9S. If you choose 9S, he basically kills her, and he's like, ah, like blood all over him. He's like, uh, you know, you didn't learn anything. That's a bad ending, pretty much. If you're A2, you take out 9S, you shut him down, and she, you know, your pod goes and takes him somewhere. Um, but what the the big, you know, we're obviously glance, we're skipping across a bunch of really interesting stuff in here. Uh, but the big thing that's really interesting to me is the ending of ending E, uh, which I showed you just before. Yeah. You're playing through this like bullet hell where you're shooting the credits. It's like a cool little ending thing, and it gets so difficult at a certain point <coughs> that you can't do it by yourself. Like you physically can't. So you're thinking in your head like, "Am I just fucking up a little bit? Should I try doing this, or am I just is it impossible?" So after your third time dying and getting to that point, it's like, "Do you want to continue on?" And it's like, "Yeah, I want to continue on. I'm not giving up." So you continue on. You try again. You die again. And that's like, "Is this all worth it?" And it's like, yeah, it's worth it. I'm going to try again. I'm try again. And then eventually it's like, are you sure you want to continue? Yes. And then it's like a request, a help, a help request is sent in from such and such. And it looks like a player's actual name. Like, huh. Like, do you accept your request? Yeah, accept it. Then you get five ships around you and the music swells. It becomes like... It's beautiful. It becomes like a... Uh, it's like a symphony kind a, of... Multiple <laughs> voices instead of just the one voice. And it's like, you know, you feel like you're really working together with these guys. So you become this group of five ships that's going through, destroying all the credits. You get to the end. You know, whenever you take a hit, it'll say, like, so-and-so died. You know, like, Tom blank died. It's like, okay, that's weird. You get to the end. And basically they ask you, they're like, do you want to help somebody else that's in need as these people helped you? It's like, yeah, I would like to do that. Okay, um, are you sure you want to do that? Even if, you know, what if the person you're helping is someone you don't even like? And it's like, yeah, well, I'd still help them out. They need help. So it asks you a series of questions, and it's like, if you choose yes, all your saved data will be deleted. Right. And it's like, what? <laughs> you wait for a minute, you're like, is it actually going to be deleted? Are they messing with me? <laughs> and then you go on with it. It's like, are you truly sure you want to do this? Yes. You do it. The game literally shows your screen, deleted, deleted, like it deletes all your side quests, all your progression, everything's getting systematically deleted, then it's game over screen, it's like ending E, that's it, you go to go back in your game, it's not there, it's deleted from the game. So w what you're doing is you're providing one of those ships for that person to get through the end of the credits by giving up your whole save data. And it, that's the whole point of uh, yeah. you sacrifice and yourself. And all of the game's themes... Um, we cannot, it'll take us four hours to touch on everything that makes Nier Automata great. These are just small examples where I'm like, this game is something super special and something I've never played before. And it, it's way up there for me on this list. I love it. Then I, you know, I, I love everything and I, and I wish, uh, you know, I got to play more of it. Um, but, you know, I, I can already tell that's, that's something yeah. beautiful. And even just, you know, the, even playing it with you, and then and then the clips that you showed me it was was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. the detractors from this game are the combat gets a little tedious. You know, I play like I said, I played for forty five hours. By the end, it gets to be a little tedious. The combat, like like most games, um, but uh, I would say 
the story is one of my favorite stories ever in a game, and that totally propels it way up there for me. Well, that's why I feel like these two kind of have that same sort of feeling, Wolfenstein yes. and Nier, where it's like, these stories are so incredible, and some of the moments are just so, wow. Um, but, you know, the combat can get a little... Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'd see these two side by side. I can know, see that, yeah. Four um, or five. And, and either, in you know... Well, we won't say that yet because near for me is is way up there. So okay. I think I think Wolfenstein is probably going to be five, maybe four. Um, but let's let's jump into these two guys, Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. Let's talk about Mario first. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Mario just came out in October, pretty recently, um, pretty fresh in our brains. And it blew my mind. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, you've already seen at this point our ranking of Mario's. You know this is very high on the list. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about why we think it's it's a really good Mario game. I think everything from well, it's 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 in the same lineage of Mario sixty four, Mario Galaxy. Right. It's that same type of, um, you know, that same type of three D gameplay. Um, but what what do you like specifically about it? You know, and, and, and it's always you know I love Mario, and it's like oh, what makes a good Mario game? And it's just it's interesting, it's intriguing. Um, it's really just you know the environments and just the worlds and and, mm -hmm. and the cool things that you can do. Um, the whole throwing your hat mechanic um, might seem like a silly gimmick, but there are times where you throw your hat and you become Charge and Chuck, you become Yoshi, you become Bowser. I mean, it's just things where you just like this. We'll talk is, about that moment for that's, sure. That's insane. That's yeah. that's one of the greatest. I know how much you love that Bowser moment just oh as much God, as I did. Versus like this is one of the most <clears> amazing. <throat> Mario moments. You're so at the end cool. of the game, and Bowser's like knocked out, and you're in this area. You're like, well, how are we supposed to get out of here? Oh, Bowser! <laughs> so cool. I would say, I mean, the, thing, the reason I love Odyssey is, you know, a lot of people are upset. There's so many moons in it. You know, blah blah blah. I think it's just much like Breath of the Wild. It's very, it is purposeful. And where it puts these moons and where it points you to go. So it's like everything you do in Odyssey, it'll be like, oh, see that little crack? Let me go over there. And then there's a whole secret thing back there. Yeah. Everywhere you look, it is so densely packed with interesting and fun things to do. It is absolutely incredible. And to talk about moments specifically, that moment where you're fighting Bowser, it's the end, you're like, some, the walls are falling down, he's like knocked out, and you just throw your hat on him. And then you become Bowser in 3D, <laughs> and you start mashing through these blocks. Incredible. And then, to make it even better, you go inside a freaking tube to become 2D, and you're 2D Bowser from yeah, like the from original the original, Mario Bros. Yeah, green from and, Super and, Mario Bros. Yeah. And he's got Peach on his back, <laughs> and he's jumping. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Such a good moment. So to pair that with then, after you beat the game, the first world you're allowed to go to is Mario 64, Hub World, the, you know, Mario Odyssey's mushroom version Kingdom, of it. Yeah. It's a Mushroom Kingdom. You get to explore the outside. You jump into paintings like that. Yoshi's sequence, on the roof, just like you know he was when you get the 120 that stars. That sequence in the of moments was just so yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even before that, I was like, I love this game. It's up there for me. But once I had those that series of moments, I was like, yeah. this is one of my favorite Mario games ever. Definitely, it's way up there. Definitely, I I think Mario Odyssey needs to be top three. Definitely. Yeah, agreed. Top um, three, no doubt. I also no think doubt. Breath of the Wild needs to be top three. Yeah, we'll talk about Breath of the Wild real quick. I want to say about Odyssey, um, the one detractor I have, the one thing that I'm not a huge fan of is there are a couple worlds that I'm just not a huge fan of. That's fair. There's there's a lake world that's 
kind of bland. There's there's the snow world that's really small and bland. It's like I, I I'm a little disappointed with a few of them, um, but the good ones are good enough where I just absolutely so the good love ones are it. some of them are just yeah. so incredible that it's just these are some of the best. Yeah, I mean everything the same thing with Mario sixty four. Um, I love Mario sixty four. I feel like uh, our Mario episode. I was hating on Mario sixty four a little bit. I love Mario sixty four, but like. For me, when I think of Mario 64, it's like those first four or five levels where I'm just like, oh my god. Like, some of the levels of Mario Odyssey, I put up with, you know, Bomb on Battlefield. Yeah. I put up there, you know, with yeah, all no those. Yeah, no doubt about it. Mar- it. I think the uh, Steam Gardens is way up there Love for that me. one, yeah, definitely. And that freaking music on that. Oh, oh my god. So good. You, and the music in the Forgotten Isle, check it out. That's, yeah, bellissimo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mario Odyssey, we're going to say is top three. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. Let's talk about it. It's it's also gonna be top three. Breath but of the Wild let's talk could about it. Be and I'm also as big as a Mario fan. I am. I'm also as big as a Zelda fan. Mm-hmm. Could, Tell me what you love about Breath of the Wild. Could be the greatest Zelda game. And what's so funny about this is um, when I talk about remember when Skyrim came out and I was like, wow, this is so cool. I love this. Oh man, it, you know what would be so cool. I don't know if I said this to you, but I know I've said this to many people. How cool would it be if Legend of Zelda did a Skyrim? How cool would it be if Legend of Zelda did that sort of open world thing where you can interact with characters, you can, you can get your items, yep. you can make things, you can buy things, you can go anywhere you want. Here we go, Breath of the Wild. They did it. It's everything that I ever dreamed the Zelda game would be. And they did it. And knocked it out of the park. And they did it better. Yeah. And they made one of the best games ever made. Agreed. Breath of the Wild is so 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 special yeah it is a lot of people i wouldn't say a lot of people because a lot of people love this game some people do not like this game because they don't consider it a zelda game and to those people i say (laughs) screw you because this is such a zelda game it what i don't understand is what do you want just the same thing over and over again is that what these people want that that are saying this isn't a Zelda game that they want? Well, that's the same thing people do track with Zelda 2 or even Castlevania 2 or Mario 2. Don't even like, do that. Yeah. Say Ocarina of Time. That was a brand new there, Zelda. Yeah, sure, different. And sure. somehow everyone loves Ocarina yeah, of Time. Yeah. It's like, I don't get you people because <laughs> Link to the Past is one of the best games ever made and so is Ocarina of Time. It's like, they made a Zelda game but, but in different. a totally different way. And that's what Breath of the Wild is. I think there is... It, it, what I said about Odyssey, where everywhere they make you look, there's something interesting. Breath of the Wild is, there is always a reward where you're trying to yeah. do. It's like, there's this huge mountain. There's no reason for me to go up there, except for my own curiosity. And what, when you get to the top of that, there is something for you. It's whether it's a treasure chest, or whether it's, I found a, a really good like snow vest at the top of a mountain. And it's like, they did... They made exploration feel like real exploration. Yeah. And it was the first game to ever do that, in my opinion. And that's what's so funny is when the original Zelda came out, I mean, I feel like that was probably what people loved about it. Like, wow, I can explore, yes. I can go do all this these things, and captures, here you go. This captures the original Zelda more than any other Zelda game. Hands down. And, and the reason that I love this game so much is because it really did the, the, the waypoints that, you are, that are on your map, you created. There are very few waypoints that are like in the game. You're getting up on the tower and you're looking around and saying, hey, there's a shrine there. I see it. Let me mark it. I'm going to mark it on my map. That's happening over there. Let me go check that out. It is like, it gives you that childlike sense of wonder that I have not experienced in a game in so long. Yeah. You know, I could name a hundred moments that I absolutely loved. 
when you see when you for the first time when you see one of those dragons flying through the sky. Oh man! Yeah, you're like, what the heck is like, that? What is this? What is this game? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't understand this. And it kept that up throughout the entire game. Perfect. I. I would say it's a perfect game. I would say it's perfect. I can't think of one thing that I did not like about the game. I'm really... And it's it it's the best Zelda game ever made. And you know what? And I know that's crazy to say that, but it it's is... It's not crazy to say that. You know, I love Majora's Mask. That was always my favorite. I had such a hard time being like, well, Breath of the Wild... And time, but Breath of the Wild might be my favorite because I think it's definitely the best, the best out, of, out of all of them. So now you know our feelings on all of these games. We talked about them. Now we have to rank them. And here's what I'm going to say. We love Night in the Woods. No denying that. I think Nier, for me, is number two behind Breath of the Wild. But I know that you love Mario Odyssey. I think, for me, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, one, two. So here's what I'm going to say. I think Nier needs to go three over Night in the Woods. Okay, so explain why Nier over Night in the Woods. Near, you would have to play the whole game to understand it, and I know that's a shitty thing to say. Yeah. But near, I have never experienced something like near ever. Okay. And it had such an impact on me to the point where Night in the Woods is one of the most well-written stories I've ever experienced. Near is like, near is a masterpiece. Near, for me. Near is better than Mario Odyssey, and I know, really? and I know that wouldn't be that way for you. But to play the entire game and to experience all these little moments, all the side quests that are really great, all these moments that <clears throat> change the perspective on you, put you in someone else's eyes. The opening of one of these levels. Listen to this. I'll just give you a real quick snippet. <clears throat> when you start your second playthrough, the first thing you do is you control one of the machines, the basic machines. And what you're doing is, you wait. You, you like basically the beginning of the playthrough. You're you're this machine, and you're looking at this other machine who's dying, and you're like, no, brother, I need to save you, brother. And you walk over, and you get you see there's like a thing that's pouring oil out, and you pick up this basket as a machine, and you jump over to the oil, and it's really like hard to control and shitty because you're a simple machine. You put oil in this basket. You jump back over to your friend. You're like spilling the oil the whole time because you can't do anything right. You're a stupid machine. Mm -hmm. And you're pouring oil into your brother to try to save his life. And then it zooms out to 9S and he's watching and he's like, stupid machine. You don't even know what you're doing. Wow. And he walks on. And it's like, that is just one tiny moment of a hundred of oh them. Oh my God. See, and it's me, fucking just... incredible. Wow. This game, I'm telling you, this game is a masterpiece. Wow. But see, for me, my list, near is number two. Wow. Okay. Ahead of Mario Odyssey. And, that, and so that's, that's why I'm saying I think at least it needs to be number three for and me. That's, and that's so tough because I didn't play through all of Nier. Um, I guess all I played was what I played with you and, and what you showed me. Um, all right. All right. I think we can agree Wolfenstein 5. Yeah. Wolfenstein's 5. Um, Are you, would you settle for Night in the Woods at 4? Or do you think it should be above Nier? The only reason I would is because I didn't play through all of Nier. Night yeah. in the Woods has moments like, well, I love Night in the Woods. It is all the reasons you love that in the wood. It's just so cool how here it is. It's a bunch of animals, and there's just moments where you're just like so relatable and just like, oh crap, like you know, I've done crappy things like that, or oh crap, I've I've sometimes I've said stupid stuff, or yep. oh man, like it totally. I feel like I'm not being listened to, or just things like that. Yeah, it's it just, totally captures every human 
feeling. Like, it is a really good representation. And everything from, oh, man, like, May's like, oh, there's this really cute girl I saw, like, at the party. Like, I want to yeah. go back and talk to her, but I'm nervous. Like, it's things like that where you're yep. just like, oh, like, we've all been there. You know, just, like, things I like love that. It. Um, I'm a huge fan of Night in the Woods. But I'm okay. I'm actually very happy that it's this high. I'm actually very surprised that we made no, it Night in the Woods for me, high. yeah, it's, it's an incredible game. Um, I, I wouldn't have had it anywhere lower I think than when it comes to those story, those story games where, <clears throat> you know, you're just talking and there's no sort of combat or anything like that, I think it's the best of yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. Even better than, I love Gone Home, even better than Firewatch. It's different. It's, it's much more it is, it is of a character story. You know but what I mean? Like, it, I, it's, it's a full story. It's not just like a character. When this game ended. Examination. No, I was, so I just played this game recently. I just played it yeah. last week. And I was driving, uh, I was driving home. And that there's like some music, like it's like this techno-y kind of music. Like, like this kind of music. And I, it was in my head and I was just like, oh, like I'm kind of sad that the game's over. I really, mm-hmm. really was happy playing that and all the little things in Night in the Woods too like going to do you remember the girl's name that did the like slam poetry like the rapper do you know who I'm talking about the bear that sits on the stoop oh uh, Summers Summers right that's her name I think it's she does like the the corny poems and then she's at this like this poetry thing and she does this amazing poem yes I think it's Summers is it Summers I think it's Summers she got like the purple yeah I know who it is I I didn't remember her name I haven't played it since February but everything with that that's like that's what I'm talking about. That's one example of so many great stories that are just so good, and they're there. You are, can skip them. You easily. can totally skip them. Yeah, and the stuff with the did you do all the stuff with the telescope? Oh yeah, I loved it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it all. There is there's so much good in yeah. that game. I, I love even like we're just gonna this. I'm I'm telling you, and I'm and I'm not just saying this as like a hey, all these games are great. Like everyone deserves an award. These four games. Most years would be number one. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, and I'm serious. Night in the Woods issue so could be game of the game. year. I'm so glad I, I finally got to play that Me game. Me too, man. I, I even just with Selmers, I just love you. You go to Selmers and she's like, "Oh, I wrote this poem," and it's like, "I'm happy." You're sad. Yeah, it's a good day. And then you're at this poetry competition. And she writes thing, this crazy. And she's like, thing, "My yeah. soul is like a butterfly." Like, it's just like, yeah. where did this come from? Oh, like, it's it's. Great. it's I'm I'm you're happy, happy with it's it. Top four? Five. I think it should be four. Having said that. I'm torn because I didn't get to play all of Nier, so that's and that's and that's tough. And what you showed me, I I, I loved, I, and and it, it, heart wrenching, and it's very Blade Runner esque, and that's why I'm I'm into it. Um, but I I can't I can't imagine I for me Breath of the Wild and Mario have to be back to back. Okay, I I'll settle for that. I, I I don't agree, but I I think as a circle back game of the year, I think these are the top two, no doubt. And to be honest with you, I don't think it's even close. I think Breath of the Wild. I think Breath of the Wild, but hands down, easily. I think Breath of this is, and this is the reasons why. I think Breath of the Wild is a perfect game. Yes, me too. And there's very few perfect games, ever. Yeah. Ever. Like Breath of the Wild. I'm telling you, when this shakes out, man, like Breath of the Wild will be in my top five games ever made. Amen. And I'm serious, but I'm not uh, like, it is better. It is. I like it more than any other Zelda game. I like it more. And I know, like, it just came out this year. you got to give it time. Uh, it's not going to change, I'm telling you. And, that, and the, you know this what? Game and is when I think incredible. of, I think of certain games, right? We've, we've done our top games and games that just stick with you. Um, like, when I think of, like, last year, like, a game like The Witness, for me, was a perfect game where that game, 10 years from now, I will still have, I will still be talking about the game. I'll still be playing that game. I will still be thinking about what that game did. Yeah, me too. Um, I love The Witness. So when I think of the... <clears throat> Not only do I think that Breath of the Wild is one of the best games of this year, 
I think it's one of the best games of all time. And yeah, I feel the same about The Witness and a lot of... Yeah. There's games where I've had years where I say, well, this is my favorite game this year. But it's not. That wouldn't be the greatest yeah. games of all time. Yeah, I hear you. Breath of the I Wild, you. I think. I, I do want to quickly Chris say about time. Breath of the Wild, I want to give you uh, two quick examples of what I love about this game. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, I, I will preface by saying the overarching story, like any Zelda game, nothing great. It, this game does some cool stuff with some of the past Zelda games that's yeah. really interesting. Uh, I like some of the new characters a lot. Mm -hmm. But the reason that this game is great is because of the systems that are in it. The systems apply to everybody and everything in this game. Yeah. So an example is, in a classic Zelda fashion, if you attack one of the cuckoos, which are the chickens, you attack it, a bunch of cuckoos come in and fly and attack you. Right? That's just a Zelda thing. That happens in, in a lot of Zelda games. <coughs> you can use that in this game to go after an enemy. And I had one of these giants uh, I was trying to fight. I had a cuckoo in my hand, because it won't attack you if it's just in your hands if you don't attack it. I threw it at a giant <laughs> as it was swinging. It hit the cuckoo, and then it started getting attacked by all the cuckoos because it hurt it. So it got killed in like two seconds by these monstrous chickens, and it was just like, that's, That's fucking so cool. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, why was that? Why would that work? Like, they give you all these tools that shouldn't work, and they just work. I'll give you another one. There's, this, I chopped down a tree. There's this lake in the middle of the lake. There's this item that I really want, right? I can't get to it. I don't have enough stamina to get to the to swim to the middle of the lake. I don't have enough stamina to jump from a cliff to get to the middle of the lake. So I chopped down a tree near the lake. I roll the log to the edge of the lake. I face it, you know, I whack it a little bit, face it in the direction I want it to face. I freeze it in time with stasis. I whack it with a club a bunch to get some momentum. I jump on top of the log. When the stasis unfreezes, the log shoots across the lake, bounces, and now I'm right the next to where I need to get the, the thing. It's do. like, it, I, I have never played a game that's this incredible as far as the systems thing. You know, everyone knows the electricity travels through the metal stuff, so if you're trying to get one thing to light up from this, you can do this whole big puzzle, or, hey, I have 10 metal swords, I'm gonna make a big <laughs> line of it's, electricity it's to light that up for me. It's like, it's, I, uh, it, it just, is. Just the imagination, and like, you have to use your imagination. Yes. This is a. Talk about puzzle solving. This is a exploration game that really, puts everything on you yeah you know everything is on you there is nothing that is like like that's why when we compare it to something like skyrim it's like the reason we love skyrim is because the thieves guild quest is really cool and you can do this right of course it's like it's not because of all these crazy systems because they don't make games like that nobody makes games like that i've never played a game like breath of the, wild, of the wild and i think that's an easy number one this year i among incredible games this is with the best top 10 i've ever seen seriously and even some of the games that are on the floor right now like yeah. any other year could, it, this you know, year was in absolutely incredible zelda breath of the wild would be game of the year uh probably 19 out of 20 years you yeah, know what i mean exactly. like it's incredible i absolutely love this game so then with that I'm going to read our final top 10 list, and we're going to wrap up. So we're going 10 to 1. Number 10, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Number 9, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number 8, Persona 5. Number 7, Cuphead. Number 6, Pyre. Number 5, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Number 4, Night in the Woods. Number 3, 
Nier Automata, number two, Super Mario Odyssey, and number one, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's Circleback's top 10 games of 2017. Wow. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this very long podcast. And I just want to say to our man Shelby, we Shelby, couldn't do without him. Shelby, we love Seriously, you. He, I'm sorry for spoiling all these games that you want to yeah, play. Yeah, no, but Shelby's the man. You, Shelby. he's, he's, he's the man. <laughs> he's the hero, so thank you, Shelby. But thank you very much, and uh, catch us next week. Same time, Monday. We'll see you next year. Well, we'll see you again before next year. Oh, but okay. Dan, sure. cool. appreciate it anyway. <laughs> Peace. What's up guys, it's Dan from Circle Back. Uh, I'm just here to let you know you can find everything that we do at circlebackgaming.com. If you just want the podcast, we're on iTunes. If you just want the video, we're on YouTube. So, catch us either place. Thanks. <laughs>